What's going on, motherfuckers? Welcome to the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast. My name is Knackers, and today is March 21st, 2021. And uh, I just I just paid my rent. How is it already the 21st? What the bro, fuck, man? 2021 oh is a quarter God. over. We're three no. fucking gumballs away Not from this fight being over. We still, have, we still have a little over a week before it's a quarter over. Well, just barely. Did you guys know that we're three quarters of the way through? I just, look, <laughs> I know. I'm, just, I'm mansplaining you this, okay? Well, actually, okay, I get this from my son all the time. Well, actually, Dad. D- does he do that, too? Oh, God. He, he, he mansplains me all the time. I, finally, the other day, I finally had to say, look, kid, I get it. <laughs> And yes, technically you're right. I'm telling you to drop. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looked at me and he goes, okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. the last time that I saw, um, I almost said his name. Did you say his name on stream? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank. Okay. Yeah. Doxed. Exposed. Uh, yeah. I haven't seen him in probably yeah. a year. And seeing him, how tall he is, his face is now changing. And his hair, his hair looks fucking awesome. He's like an actual oh, yeah, human being. He's got being. long hair, like his mom. His well, his mom. He's got long, uh, the the same texture like his mom does. He doesn't have the calyx and the real fine. She's got real nice hair, mm-hmm. like. But yeah, he wants it dyed, so he has it dyed like reddish. So oh, yeah, look, it looks I'm awesome. Like, hey. Yeah, I think he looks. Did, good. Does he plan on keeping it that way for a while? Like he, I think, yeah, so. no, no intention yeah. of cutting he it anytime soon. Hair. He, he likes loving long hair, and honestly, I I think uh, I wish when I was a kid I had parents that if I'd wanted to grow long hair I could have. I don't think they would have let me, but it would have been pointless anyway because I can't grow long hair. My hair is just not the type that can grow well long. It just doesn't my look right. Christian mother literally cried when I dyed my hair blonde and shaved a mohawk. Like literally, she called oh, me wow. a selfish son of a bitch and then cried. From dying That's ironic. Hair. That's ironic, right? Because like it's your choice, so it's not really necessarily. I mean, her not wanting you to do it is more selfish than you doing it for yourself, right? You know? Because okay, to, in her defense, well, not in her defense, in her Christian defense, the first thing she probably thought about was, what are all of my Christian ladies, uh, old ladies and old men, going to think at church when my son walks in? Like that's obviously the first thing is yeah, like yeah. what? How am I gonna explain this to people? When it's like it's not your fucking thing to explain. Um, but dude, imagine our parents if they were all of a sudden exposed to like using social media and then everyone caring what they think. You know what I mean? Like I feel like our generation is like nullif- Like we we care about certain people's opinions, but in a mass majority of the people, we don't really give a shit. Right. Like we kind of like write them off and we're like, oh, fuck those guys. Right. Like, we'll we'll stay to our internal group. And like, if they like what I'm doing, cool. If they think I'm a little outside of the box and maybe I'll rein it in. But like, imagine our parents and be like, oh, fuck. Well, all those Catholic ladies, they were tweeting at me, telling me I'm a fucking bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can you imagine if like religion was on the same level with like social media as just like kids these days are like if there was facebook groups and twitter lists and discord servers all dedicated like every religion every church having a server oh my god that would be fucking insane dude imagine if social media was created by churches instead of like independent shitheads in their college dorms what if it is and like all of like the main uh media outlet or like the social medias were owned by 
church groups. How it would it wouldn't have because it would never have been able to come off the ground. Hey, the only relationship I get status saying. on Facebook would be waiting for Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying, but no, that wouldn't. You're work. gonna wait for a while. Well, anyways, uh, tonight on the podcast, I have Bishop GP and Middle Age Stream Jim Barino. How you doing today? I'm well, man. I got the internet to work. <laughs> hey, yeah, we're going to talk Let's about that. Go, Can I tell the story? Yeah. Um, hey, in two minutes or less. Can you time me? Yeah. Oh, you're going to do it now. You want to go yes, now? Right All right. Now. This is the two okay. minutes. Tell two. me when. You got an Wait. Apple Watch? You want to plug your Wait, Apple uh, Watch? I don't have it plugged. I don't have it on. Okay. I'll just. You don't have it down. on? I got. I have an oh, Apple Watch series. What's whatever the latest one is? X. S. Series X. There you go. X. And go. Okay. So. Since Wednesday, I've been having intermittent intermittent internet problems and where my internet just tanks and couldn't figure out what was going on. I live with my in-laws. My father-in-law is a little bit of a boomer. You know, he technically, he is a boomer. Um, and, but it's like the internet goes through him. We haven't had any issues for the last several months. Anyway, to make a long story short, because I have to do this under two minutes. For the last few days, every time there's been a problem, I say, hey, why have you, can you reset the everything? And uh, he's like, yeah, 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 I got it. And I was assuming that he was resetting everything. It was only resetting the router mm. and not the modem. Mm. And uh, today, magically, when we reset the modem, <gasps> everything worked. The end. Time. Wow. Okay. So it wasn't. Did I make it under two? I was wow, that's crazy. Counting. Oh, yeah, I was under count. one, dude. That's pretty dude, good. That's actually, that's incredible. So you self-incriminated yourself. It was a boomer and an even older boomer trying to fix Listen the internet. Listen to me. <laughs> I, I I will take the blame because I made the assumption that when I said reset everything, he was going to reset the modem. And then when he told me today, like literally, dude, my I told you, I had to call. I called Knackers today mm-hmm. because this happened to me. He knew I was dealing with internet problems. And so I... This literally right after I found out about the whole modem reset thing and everything worked and was fine, I was like, "Oh my god!" It was that would have literally been the first thing I did. <laughs> and what what's funny about that 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 call or or that conversation that you would have had with um, Double Boomer Jimmy is those are the types of questions that I have to ask people when when I'm on the phone with them. And because like 90% of our stuff is done remotely, having this conversation is like, okay, so have you turned the computer off? Yes. Okay. So you clicked on start and you hit shut down. Oh no, I just turned the monitor off. Like you you literally have to go that deep. Um, And then what's also funny about that is you can ask targeted questions just for the for the point of seeing if they're lying. Like when you ask certain mm. things like when's the last time you shut down? When's the last time you updated? And then I can check and just go, oh, uptime, 141 days. That's so fucking weird, Sally, you lying Bro, bitch. You have to understand, this is my he's my stepfather in law, mm. okay? Because my in laws are divorced. So like my son has two steps of grandparents on my wife's side. And uh so it's my and he thinks like he knows computers, he builds websites. I told you he does some stuff, and he does. He knows some stuff, yeah. but you know what? He doesn't know what he doesn't know, and he's always. It's so hard to tell him mm-hmm. if you're if you already know there's an issue. Like he immediately wanted to blame like me, like why the internet was jacked up. I'm like, it's like oh you're 
you and your son, you're, you're downloading too much. I was like, mm-hmm. no, dude. Oh, okay. Listen, this is the normal bandwidth that it takes for what we use. This is what we should have. Like, I, you have to, I had to, like, put it out there. And, mm-hmm. like, I felt like a lawyer in a courtroom, man. Like, trying to, like, explain all this mm-hmm. shit, shit to him. Like, oh, my God, please. So, you, the love of God. And then, and then he finally, he reset it. And then it worked fine. And then he called today. And basically, they were like, yes, sir. When we have those issues, you should reset your modem. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that, by the way. And I'm like, oh. You know what's, you know what's crazy about that? Uh, sorry to cut you off. Now, okay. But no, I'm, I, the I, don't, of, I don't want to go on a tangent. That, I've that already validates, gone. it literally validates the reason that every time I call tech support, they run me through the motion of resetting the modem and router. Yeah. Even though I do that like four times before I ever even call. It makes them. sense because yeah. there's so many people that just don't do that. Yeah. I, I get it. I get it. But like literally, that's the first thing I do, but it's in the modem and mm-hmm. and the the router is in like his part of the house. Ever since you moved so, into the house, your goddamn Twitch streams be knock out my goddamn I, internet. Goddamn, goddamn <laughs> Twitch. I dude, I had dude. I kid you not. I literally had to show him like on where I was, how much bandwidth I was using when I was streaming. I was, I had hmm. to record that. I sent it to him, so it showed like you know. I'm like, this is how much you get. This is how much I'm using when I'm live streaming. Just so he knew. Because he was all worried about it. He was like, well, I, you know, I send large files sometimes because I'm building my websites. And sometimes I got to. I'm like, look, I swear to God, I'm not using up like all your. I'm using up like one quarter of your bandwidth when I'm streaming. <laughs> upload bandwidth. Those that you your stepfather is literally the worst type of customer to have as an IT person. Oh, I because mm-hmm. if you if you it. give them an inch of anything, they were like, "Oh, well that what you did probably had something to do with this like from 5 mm-hmm. years ago." It's mm-hmm. like they're, they're not even fucking related. It's also hilarious to me that he will try to coach you on bandwidth but doesn't know that the modem will also need to be reset with the router. I <laughs> It's one of those boomer things, sort of things. And mm-hmm. just so you, uh, you guys are aware too, I'm. I get like it's one of those things that when you live with in laws and and you, if you live with your family, these things are bound to you know come up. Mm-hmm. And you know it was all I could today realizing this is the mature part of me that I realized what I wanted to say at that moment, and that's why I had to call you. I wanted to say was, "Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> God, are you fucking serious?" Yeah. Is what I wanted to say. When he told me, and what I said instead was, wow, well, I'm glad that you reset the modem because that's what I would have done first. Oh, <laughs> you slipped that in there. Oh, I did. And I said, but I said, but I said, I made the assumption that that's what you were doing. And mm. instead of just resetting the router, and I, that's my fault. I made the assumption I just, that I you were blame. smart enough. I said, I made the assumption <laughs> that you, that's what you were doing. And uh, but from now on, you know, that's what the that would have been the first thing I did. That's what I always do if uh, if there's an Internet issue. I just start from the beginning. You, of the you basically hit him with the that I, I, I thought that was common sense. Like, that's what yeah, a fucking yeah. idiot would do first. <laughs> but I just assume well, we I got with the old slide. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's sure. my fault for assuming that you were yeah. smart enough to do that. So sorry about that. <laughs> hey, you know what? Hey, sometimes that's how it is, man. Yeah, man, that's how I'm it sorry is. you feel that way after what I did to you. I'm, I'm sorry that you are feeling that certain <laughs> way. You, so you said you had there's two step families, pretty much. Well, basically, I mean, my son, I have a stepmother in law and a stepfather in law because my wife's parents are divorced. Oh, uh, how many step sisters are there? 
I have. Uh, I have one. He's stuck on this question. Steps two stepsisters. No, one stepsister. No, I'm counting in law. So no, no, no stepsisters. Do you have any um, front-loading laundry machines? Shut up. <laughs> you're an idiot. Please tell me you Such caught what I was trying to say. <laughs> yes, okay. you're an idiot. Sure, <laughs> you're an idiot. Oh my God! Go to also hell. on the podcast we, we have uh, Bishop GP with the house. What's going on, dude? What's up, man? Hey, listen, Jimmy. I'm sorry about your internet, man. I I, I feel for you. I lived in uh, in Arizona for uh, for a while. Uh, and had Cox Communications, they can go fuck themselves. Dude, dude those guys those are mid Cox scumbags. Literally fucking Cox. They're dude, literally they, a bunch of fucking. They are literally fucking assholes. Fuck those guys. Go fuck yourselves, Cox. They are the worst when it comes to tech support. And I've had, I've had like HughesNet. I've had like uh, 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 Frontier before. Yeah, like out out in different like properties in Arizona. It, it, Cox is literally the worst. They're the worst. So eat shit and die, Cox. <laughs> fuck you guys. Oh no. Uh-oh, huh. stepfather's Uh-oh. coming in to show him who Uh-oh. the fuck is boss. Yeah. Boomer v. Boomer! <laughs> Bo- Boomer. Hey, dude, this is like a fucking Tekken fight about to happen. Dude. Just, uh, I, more geriatric. I got money on the dude <laughs> with the, the Baby Yoda shirt. Yeah, I think so. I think the military experience, the mustache. <laughs> but I don't know. Sometimes those older guys, like my dad can still kick my ass. Dude, no, dad's no problem. There's, I'm pretty dude, sure dude. Yep. if I was to get like one roundhouse kick from my dad's calves, it would be fucking game over. I don't... Don't ask me why I know how big my dad's mm-hmm, calves are. Mm-hmm. Anytime we were out and about as like a kid, my dad, like, he only wore shorts, I feel like. Yep. And his yep. calves were always fucking massive. I'm like, oh my God, how the hell do they get so <laughs> big? Those are fucking rocks, dude. <laughs> it's like, and all dads feel like they have, like, um, they've been through the ringer of like wrestling animals in their lives. Like, they know how to like tie you up. And like, uh, and like, uh, rest- like even if you're trying to like break out of their restraints, they they can literally just like hold you down, and you have no chance. Yeah, like they know all the tricks. It's Did like, your dad ever man? hold down both your arms with one hand and then tickle you with the other? It's literal yep, hell. Yep, it's hell. Yep, and then you like, <laughs> <laughs> wait, <laughs> <laughs> no. stop No, but he, yeah, he used to he used to <laughs> he used to hold me down, and like they get like the side right by your ribs, and they're like, <laughs> yeah, they grind in your yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I remember the that, days man. when it was okay for my dad to spit in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> remember the it, bullies back in the day they used to like pin you down they're like this is a thing in movies right they'd pin you down and then they'd be on top and they go <laughs> right and then like create a loogie dude covid man covid's changed changed bullying right, life because that, that's criminal sense that is considered probably uh is that a family bio warfare uh, probably it's probably like some bio assault or some shit bio. right <laughs> oh <laughs> what you sipping on today so is it- um good question um is there a note casey didn't write a note for the specifics of the drink uh it has vodka it's a little spritzy here let me try to explain it i'll try to explain okay. it in my best i'm not a sommelier or a somalian pirate is that what they call it how how is the guys that, that drink linked the guys that drink uh wine uh somalians oh yeah okay called? i got you i got <laughs> yeah, you yep yeah. i'm the captain now okay um so it's kind of like um um i, I watched this guy that uh that uh does like Drink tasting goes uh, ice cream. Pure vanilla. It's like an ice cream video. Yep. That's a 10. Yep, that's a 10. <laughs> yep. Um, so it's like a raspberry tasting, like spritzy drink with like a vodka and a little bit of spritz. So it's kind of like a, 
uh, LaCroix, but like a good flavored LaCroix with alcohol in it. Ooh, okay. So that's the best way I can explain it. I don't, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, man, the amount of LaCroix that Weenie and I go through is, is mm-hmm. unreal. Uh, it's, it's probably bad to an extent, but God damn it. It's still better than drinking pop or soda or juices and all that stuff. Yeah, a little sodium. Hey man, listen, man, a little sodium pap can't soda hurt pap anyone, man. Did? If you're replacing sodium paps, like a little Coca-Cola with a, with a little, uh, um, what do they call them? Uh, there's another, uh, a brand other than LaCroix. It's like Spritzer. <laughs> Spindrick. Spindrick. Those are yeah, actually yeah. fantastic, but yeah, I think I, yeah. I don't believe that those are actually like. Okay, they're too flavorful to be yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. You know that LaCroix are healthy because they kind of taste like dog shit. Yeah, exactly. Like, realistically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really refined, you need to have a refined palate to enjoy them, you know? Um, Uh-oh. Who do you think uh-oh. Who do you think won? Oh, he's bleeding everywhere. There's blood everywhere. Oh, my God. There's so much <laughs> blood. Uh-oh. Hmm. This mustache is upside down. Uh-oh. He's back. Welcome back. We waited for you this whole time. We didn't say anything. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, you guys didn't say a word? No. What did you get? I we have, were just talking about Sodi Pop. I have like some LaCroix. Um, I heard my wife mm. yell and Ooh. I turned to say, are you okay? And I heard her say Ray, the name of the cat. Oh. So I only assumed correctly that she got outside. Mm-hmm. So I went out. I set my wine down. I helped my wife get the cat. I refilled my wine and I came back here. Wait, didn't you just come back with a beer bottle? Mm-mm. No. Oh, I thought it was a beer bottle. Maybe I'm a moron. Yep. No, no, only the finest of box wines for me tonight. I'm uh-huh. getting crunk. I like to drink wine on the podcast because I know I'll have a cup of wine and I'll get like real shitty by the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Wait, only perfect. wine does that? <laughs> Generally, yeah, wine will get me pretty fast. Roger. Um, all right, we. Uh, I, th- I feel like it's probably a good idea just to probably get into the into the conversations. Yeah. Um, there hasn't been a whole lot of of news in the past couple of weeks. I didn't check my Twitter list to kind of. Uh, look, but I, I felt like I had some other good top. Maybe they're not good topics. We're going to find out. And uh, in the interest of kick tripods time so he doesn't have to stick around for an hour and a half um, in case he wants to, to pipe in. I saw some some shit being spewed today. So there was a, a tweet that went out from a pretty popular broadcaster uh, pretty much saying, I hate the GoXLR. I hate it. I hate it. Yeah, I hate it. Here we go. Yeah. Sorry. I wanna- yeah. So. I don't know anything about this. Oh, really? Look, I just I wanted to, before we get into this, I just really, really want to apologize about my tweet today about the GoXLR. Did you tweet about it? <laughs> no, no, oh, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I wasn't really on Twitter today, so I hadn't noticed anything. Um, So th- there's a couple different points that I want to uh, that I want to reference regarding this entire conversation. But I kind of want to, mm-hmm. we obviously all have our opinions, and they're all pretty much good. Nowadays, about the GoXLR, yeah. but even though I still have my opinion, I like to, I like to jump in on other people's opinions to see what's the general feeling. Uh, because mm-hmm. I think that there are very valuable criticisms that can be made about the GoXLR and about TC Helicon and how they've handled the support and how they carry certain things out and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. basically, the gripe was that this particular streamer's GoXLR was broken. Like he would tap the desk and the entire thing would freeze. The app would crash. You couldn't like unplug and replug in things. Yeah, it was a lemon. It was a bad piece of hardware. And and it's been that way forever. And then, of course, naturally in streamer Twitter, you get Mm -hmm. all 
all of the other people who have mm-hmm. also had issues and basically look reading through all the responses it looked like a bunch of other people that also had defective units which mm, right. again to this day the fact that some people cannot fucking understand that technology is not ironclad that if you send out uh, 500,000 units or however many they've made mm-hmm. that a portion of those are going to die yeah probably a few thousand oh my god so and obviously i read through all of those with a grain of salt and then we we go a little bit farther down and I start to see comments of the GoXLR being overpriced, um, being not a good tool for streamers, um, and then going over like other uh, other solutions that can do the same thing and why people are going back to analog. It's actually kind of crazy to see people willing to go back to the analog world and get the cable spaghetti back in their setup just because that's how unhappy they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so... When we talked about Elgato last, we talked about things that factor into the price that don't necessarily are not tangible things. And my, my one of my main questions that I want to ask and get your opinion on is when it comes to features that might be at the professional level or at a very technical level, do you think that things being dumbed down and reworked so that the average everyday person do you think that should raise the value of a product? And what I mean by that is for like the Go XLR, things like noise gate, compression, EQ, all of these things that are built into the Go XLR and really fucking easy mm-hmm. to teach somebody. Maybe not the EQ part of it. Um, anybody who's willing to learn could probably get a good grasp. Well, they and they take part of the difficulty out of the equation with the way they change. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. So that they have a correct audio chain for you. You just have to adjust and then readjust. But yeah. So so that's my main question. When it comes to the pricing of the Go XLR, even at $400 before the tariffs raise the prices, do yeah. you think that having something being brought to the mainstream and tweaked for a new or an unexperienced user, do you think that that should factor into the price because it's yeah, it's available for other in other products, but it's not really accessible to the everyday person? I will say this. I have been streaming a long time, over six years. I bought the Go XLR, I don't know, maybe not even two years ago, about two years ago. Um I don't I don't think that it's something that a beginning streamer should need to get. You really don't need to invest in. Unless you were very experienced, if you were somebody who was already really good with audio video and all that sort of stuff and you had the knowledge already, you probably wouldn't even be using that. Maybe you'd be using something else. So I I just feel like it's just not, I think one of the reasons why it has become so popular uh, and why it was also brilliant that they put out like the mini is that it's got the it's got the name branding that, that is that people identify with as a streaming product. And they want to, you know, they have something that has all those things in one that you can do. Like change your voice and, you know, have like little sound cues. Misa Jaja, You know, or something like you're that. Banned. That, you know, pop. Hey, you're banned. You, okay, sh- actually, move on next. super, super quick. <laughs> I fucking hate people that don't like Jar Jar Binks. Like any, if I ever hear anybody say like Jar Jar Binks is the worst part of the franchise, like shut the fuck up. It's a fucking character. Made a lot of, it made a lot of kids And happy, it's hilarious. You know? 
Yeah. I love Jar Jar. Space rap. He's my favorite um, um, Star yeah. Trek guy in the entire series. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Sorry, Jimmy. I just, I just had to rant on that really quick. No, and that's kind of where I was going with mm-hmm. it. I just think it is my personal favorite tool that I have, but I have years of trial and error and trying to figure out audio, and I learned a lot mm-hmm. on the way using analog hardware. If I didn't have all that experience with that, I don't know if I could tweak the GoXLR. I mean, it's just it's a great tool. It I think the the reason why the cost is high is one you the the branding and two, it is a true all in one for most streamer situations, mm. um and that's where it that's where I found the value because I knew I always wanted to have a single PC setup, so it wasn't going to make it very complex for my audio chain, and I always wanted to have the ability to have a uh, all in one solution for changing audio levels on the fly using sound a soundboard. Um, and being able to use voice changing software without or hardware without you know I, I don't technically it's software because it's through the software but you know a board you know I've mm. I used other stuff there was another program I used for months called uh, Banana Audio Banana no um, oh the the soundboard one yeah no it wasn't a soundboard it was a voice changer and now I can't remember the name of it yeah it works oh. they kind of marketed it towards stream it is a software voice changing program and now I can't remember the name voice of it. attack. No, no. What's no. voice attack? I'm looking at my. It's it's. Uh, voice I know, mod. Voice, voice mod. mod. Yeah, yeah, voice mod. Girthy knows it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Legendary. Thank you, Girthy. Legendary Girthy. Yeah, yeah. It was it was voice mod, uh, and I used that for a few months, but it just never. It just wasn't nearly as good as having a hardware solution. Mm-hmm. It just really wasn't. And uh, I know some people can use it really well. I had a hard time using it well, uh, and so that's when I finally decided to invest in a Go XLR, and that was. About two years ago or so. That's crazy that it's been that long. I know. All right. But honestly, it's my favorite piece of hardware. So when you're saying people are shitting on it, I really just, all I think is they just got faulty units. They need to go through the manufacturer and hopefully get, you know, if they, if the unit was faulty when they got it, you know, even if, here's the thing, if my unit went to shit now after about two years, I'd be like, well, I guess I got to buy another Go XLR. <laughs> yeah. Because I, it, it is so critical to everything that I do sure. now mm-hmm. that it would be hard. It'd be a it'd be a component. To, if I were to take it out, I, I can't replace that piece of mm-hmm. functionality. I think that's part of what they're dependent on, too. Yep. You know, if they create that structure, if they were to create that, they become like a an Apple. I know that's what Elgato may be trying to do or whatever. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Just, yeah. Um, no, these are all, they're all, they're all good points. I think if you rewind two years when you got that Go XLR, I think I started at that time, like being someone that came from a prosumer in video or like professional in video and kind of prosumer in audio, not a ton of knowledge in audio. At first glance, looking at the Go XLR, the first, my immediate thought was like, dude, that thing's stupid. Like that's way overpriced. All of these bullet points that you hit on overpriced, bunch of useless features. You don't need it. You can get other hardware. In the market, I think like uh, within the past three months, I've done a bunch of research related to audio. And what I found out is that there actually isn't a lot of options that can do all of the things that Go XLR can do. So if there's five, let's just say there's five things that the Go XLR can do that are extremely valuable. There isn't another product in the market that can do three of those things mm-hmm. that at, at even a close price. Um, the, with all of the products that you're looking at that exist in the market, 
you also have the learning curve of figuring out how to use these professional products as well. Like have, have, how to manage a noise gate isn't a simple thing for people that don't Not understand audio. Not to mention audio. the fact that it's literally in one, one product, yeah. software suite, one thing, mm-hmm. one set of drivers. It's just, it really simplifies things. Yep. And for most people, it makes sense. I, I was reading in chat, someone was saying, Geeks was saying that the reason they couldn't have a GoXLR is they, they need two mic inputs. Mm-hmm. I think that the GoXLR, they certainly, if they were smart, they could up their production and find a way to like expand on the product for like advanced audio users with their same stuff. Right. I think that'd be a brilliant idea. The- but basically right now it's marketed toward, they. I'm sure they know the demographics. And most, I think I fit in the demographic more than you guys do for most streamers. Yeah. You guys have dual PC setups, really advanced like power level PC users have a very keen understanding of that, whereas mm. I have a very medium understanding, and that's that's I, the I market. Would, I would almost uh, argue, Jimmy, that for dual PC setups, the Go XLR makes more sense because the thing. Oh, that, maybe I mean the hard, it work. It yeah. can work in a in a dual PC setup. Yeah. I'm just saying with the two mic situation and all oh that, yeah, yeah, I don't know. So so the one thing that I had a really hard time finding was a high quality solution for all of like the your audio interface options. They could also route to two different PCs with selections. So selecting what, so you have your desktop audio, your microphone audio, music, whatever your inputs are going into the mixer. Coming out of the mixer, you need to decide what goes where, what you want to hear in your headset, what you want to go to the streaming PC, what needs to go back to the gaming PC, your microphone. Um, There aren't a lot of professional solutions in the market for that sort of thing because it's usually done on these huge hardware routers, right? So realistically, like, like I said, rewind two years when I first looked at the Go XLR, I would have been like, oh, this is stupid. I can find a solution. But realistically, like you can't beat the price of the Go XLR for hardware. Like you can find a bunch of shit and Jimmy rig it, but it's the amount of it's features. It's going to cost you more than yeah, four or 500 plus tax. Trust me, sure. I I did a, a ton of research to try to find the right things to fix Casey's audio problems. She was having audio problems for forever. And we as streamers, like we know... One piece of hardware that fails often on your stream will literally ruin your your motivation to stream. Like mm-hmm. it completely screws that over. And I, Casey and I were like, I think it was Christmas. I I bought her a a mixer, and we were sitting down. And I was like, for the extra cost of just going and getting a Go XLR, right? It's an extra th- uh, two hundred bucks over what I had already spent on this mixer um, around Christmas time. I was like, does it make sense to just spend the money and quit fucking worrying about this forever? Like, not have to have any problems. The Go XLR does all these sol- or like solves all these problems i don't have to buy any more hardware we don't have to figure anything else out you just start your stream and you get a focus on streaming and to me that the the value is value there, right the, the, the peace value. of mind yeah. like i don't if i if anything fucks up and i and it happens sometimes someone in the stream will be like oh you got robot voice i'm like one second i'll stop i'll just restart the software mm-hmm. and magically ta-da, everything's fixed yep. it's just Having one where you have, if you know where all your audio components are into one thing, you know, and, and it is relatively stable. Like I rarely have issues with it. So I didn't mean to derail where you were going from, Knackers, because you were starting with this. And uh, I, uh, what was we're still, the, we're still the, on the same topic? Com- yeah, people, oh, I know. People are but shitting on Go XLR. Man. People we are kind of shitting on it. So guys, let's get back oh, to them shitting right. on it. We were, we were praising. No, no, no it. that's all right. That's all right. Because one of my one of my main gripes is and this is somebody who has 
two Behringer 1204s and a DBX286S. When people recommend that as a replacement, there are four gain knobs in between your mm-hmm. microphone and your computer, not even including the uh oh no, I'm sorry, that does include the software gain knob within Windows. So when you give when you tell people this is a different solution, it's Oh, yeah, but you also need to learn how to gain stage four at four different points. You need mm-hmm. to know what audio needs to be at what level at one point. And then that doesn't even, like, when you're talking about doing dual PCs um, with, like, something like a Behringer 1204 and you're u- utilizing um, aux send and FX sends, just mm-hmm. leveling that in general can be an absolute nightmare, even for somebody and like all, me. Most of them are mono. Are your FX, are your um, aux sends mono or are they stu- they're mono. stereo? They're mono. They're mono. So you don't get the same level of quality from those FX sends, which is what, of all the research that I did, I couldn't find a good mixer that did half of the things that the Go XLR did. Like, just routing audio is a, is a very complicated task with dual PC setups, and I couldn't find a device that could do it well. Because it's such a niche thing. Like, who, where else in the entire production workflow do you need to take audio from one PC, send it to another PC, while also returning por- portions of that audio back to that first PC, and then also pushing portions of the first audio to a second secondary input into the second PC? Like, it's such a niche thing that um, streamers, the, the streaming setup needs that we've been utilizing, like, um, on, on an MG10XU, the Yamaha mixer that's pretty popular. I think um, Harris Heller recommends that. He uses um, uh, the FX send to send your microphone back to the streaming PC. And there's ways to go around this stuff, but we've been kind of Jimmy rigging this this whole time. Mm-hmm. Like if, if any of us stand up and if Jimmy, if you rewinded, I know that you sold some of your, your audio equipment, but if you rewind, you know, two years and look at the cost of how much, like even in your audio stack now, how much value is in that stack, it's, it's more expensive than a Go XLR, right? And it does less. I have less effects. Like I have more control over little nitty gritty things with knobs and stuff. But I have less effects and less features within that box. I bought uh, Casey a, a 286S. That's what it's called, right? Yep. The DBX. Yep. Um, she had a Behringer mixer. We bought her a new mixer. And she had all of that hardware. And, and Casey's very familiar. She used to work for Apple. She's very familiar with hardware and, and with, with, um, with technology. She's, she's not an idiot. But even that piece of hardware, there's so many places that that could go wrong, right? Like with the audio setting, that it was complicated for her to figure out, especially when right. she's not getting direct <clears throat> feedback. We, we got her a uh, Go XLR, and I have not gone into her room once to help her with the setup or to answer a question. She just figured it out all herself. Her streams work. She hasn't complained about it's audio intuitive. It's, a, yeah. it's an intuitive device. You just brought yeah. up a great point that I've never considered until now. From a support aspect, the mm-hmm. ability to support somebody with a Go XLR is 10 times better than trying to help somebody with an analog mixer. Like, you can't tell. Like, if someone were to hold a camera above hey, where's their... where's your knob at? Yeah. Where's your knob at? Is that, hey, is that, that depressed that? or is it... Or is it <laughs> is that depressed a, or depressed? Is, yeah. How many times have you done that? Wait, where's, Anytime where's your... Anytime uh, when, when Knackers... When I first got a 286S and he was trying to help me figure out how to use it, I was taking pictures with my cell mm-hmm. phone and showing in my positions of my knobs yep. because he had to see hey. where I was... <laughs> Because I knew nothing, man. I knew yeah. jack shit. I learned it, it all on the fly. A lot of it thanks to him. And you'll figure you it out eventually. And Sonder, Sonder right. helped me out a few times. Yeah. Imagine how much time. So, like, not only is that taking time away from actually streaming, like, yeah. we're all realistically, like, we have more of a professional background than most streamers, right? Like, most streamers come into streaming without having produced any content ever before. Well, or, you guys did. Yeah, we did. We did. So, like, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy. Yeah. Uh, but realistically, like, I, in good faith, can't recommend my setup to 
other people, right? I, I can say, hey, instead of buying this, maybe go with what I have, right? Instead of buying like this USB microphone, snowball microphone that you're planning on buying and spending $300 on that, that stuff, maybe you could spend $300 over here and it'll sound better. Or instead of buying like a 700, I think this is the end of the last podcast, I said this, instead of buying like a six or $700 dollar microphone, buy a $200 microphone and a $300 audio interface. And it'll be infinitely better than that $600 microphone with a shitty interface. Um, but well, you just broached into something that I would love to even mention too, mm-hmm. is that everyone's setup is going to, I mean, once you've been doing it long enough, mm-hmm. you're going to f- have a setup that works best for you. Yep. You know, like I have the ability to stream and play. I have, I can stream in as high as I want to stream that, you know, 720, 60, you know, or 1080, 30 or 1080, 60, if it's a low movement game, right. but <laughs> I can do all that, but I can play games in 4K with a 4K capture card. And uh, it's a nice thing to be able to, like, do all that right here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Play a game of 4K and be able to stream and, and still be able to enjoy it in uh, in a beautiful, like, 4K 60 or whatever, yeah. you know? It's nice. It's a nice thing to be able to do. Yeah. And that's something that doesn't really appeal to either one of you guys. You don't play as many console games. But to me, that's something I I love doing. So it's just hey man, uh, I, I played a, I played Assassin's Creed Odyssey last night on controller. <laughs> Take that shit back. <laughs> okay, but it was on my PC. Okay. So in in reference to criticisms, um, I, I don't know if I'm just uh, a little bit of a soy boy when it comes to criticisms. I'm I'm mm-hmm. getting better at understanding where people are coming from. The two things that I hate seeing the most especially in regards to hardware are overpriced and overrated those are the two things that i fucking hate the most because overpriced is completely subjective there is nothing objective about being overpriced because you cannot put a dollar amount on the value that a product brings somebody or the convenience people will pay up the fucking ass for convenience like take it for example the um the newest uh Apple headphones, the AirPods Max, Mm -hmm. some people look at their friends buying $500 wireless headphones and they go, what the fuck is wrong with you? But the way that that product fits into that person's life is literally, the value is immeasurable. There's no way that you can try and define a value for that person. And for the same thing for the GoXLR, just some of the criticisms I'm seeing in this tweet thread are it's overpriced. This particular feature just isn't great. Like somebody was judging the vocal effects. Yeah. Yeah, If you bought the GoXLR primarily for using vocal effects your entire stream, you're going to be a little let down because that's not what it's made for. It's not. It's it's a side thing. It's not. It's not a. It's a feature. Not even a main part of. I like to use them, but it's never more than a moments. You know, it's not meant for that long term. It's not. Um. And you know, like I I can go into to diving into a. Some of the other stuff. There's a couple people that just got super, super critical. People backpedaling on recommending it to their to their communities. Mm-hmm. I just I'm I'm struggling to see the legitimate criticism because be overpriced. You you need to actually back that up with knowledge right. and facts. And if like it, I need to see all of that for me to take right. that um, without a grain of salt. And again, like here we are. Three years later, I think at least three and possibly even four years later, there still is not another product that does anything like the GoXLR does. There's a lot of little products here and there that do 
specific targeted things really, really well. Um, and mm-hmm. I that's probably frustrating for some people because yeah. there are yeah. I think there's a very small portion of the market where they have very targeted use cases for their equipment. Um, in my opinion, I love the Go XLR. Mm-hmm. Dual PCs were not really taken into consideration when that and it could have been. But it really seemed to me like dual PCs were sort of like, oh, no, we can make it work if we do it this way. There's a lot of things that the GoXLR could be better at in mm-hmm. regards to dual PC. I'm not saying it isn't. What's like a dual USB, like USB interface that connects to one PC and a USB interface that connects to the second. So you can route directly through USB without any other cable. Right. Like if some product could do that, then dual PC streaming would be the easiest thing in the world. Oh, God. Um, I don't want to, I really don't want to spend time like dogging them for that because I, that's like a black hole of like yeah. deciding whether it's a dual PC device or not. Mm-hmm. It works for many, many people. Would it work for me? No, it would not. Um, are there any valid criticisms that you see about the Go XLR? Cause I'm, again, I'm trying to understand where some of these so, people are coming yeah, from yeah. with the negative feedback. I, I think that, I think that the, a lot of like the criticism comes from people buying these products and expecting them to give them the solution that they're looking for. Like people go into these products wanting what? They want their microphone to sound like Tim the Tapman or something like that, right? They, they want their mic to sound great. They don't do the research. They basically just buy a product and they want it to be a, a you know, an end all for, for everything, right? And I think a lot of the criticism either comes from them getting, you know, like there's faulty products. The Go XLR isn't the best audio processing product in the world. It's not the best at uh, uh, producing, you know, audio effects or soundboards. Like there's so many great products that can do those niche things that you can put together. But you better have a few thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. right. So so when going back to like the overpriced thing, right, I can recommend people uh, a solution for around 200 bucks that can get them a great sounding audio for their stream. Right. But it's not going to have every single feature that the Go XLR has. So to say that something's overpriced, it de- it depend it's it's dependent on what um, bullet points you are applying to that overpriced notion. So if if you're just solely basing that on audio processing and the sound of your mic, yeah, maybe it's overpriced. Maybe your audio interface that you can buy is going to be much cheaper than that, and it does the same thing that you're looking for. But realistically, you can't see something's overpriced unless you can provide a a comparable product or, or line of products. They can do the exact same thing the Go XLR can do for less of a value, right? The Go XLR is a ton of things all packaged into one. It, it does a lot of things great, but it doesn't, do, it's not like the greatest product in any of those, those uh, bullet points, like I mentioned. Like it's, it's not the best thing in the world, but to build the best product in the world throughout all of those, you need a pretty expensive audio stack, like Jimmy mentioned. It's going to cost you thousands to do that. The cables, the, the amount of power that you need, like, the, the, where, where are you going to put all this equipment? Are you going to buy a rack? Not That's to another mention just bucks. the basic quality of life thing. Yeah. That You know, one of my favorite features of the Go XLR is that as a streamer is amazing to use mm-hmm. is a quick and easy and big and obvious mute button. Yep. In the bottom right corner of the Go XLR is a big, huge red mute button mm-hmm. that I like to. We can't hear you, Jimmy. I like to. Put... Oh, no. Oh, no. You know, and I, I think it's a great feature because sometimes you get a sneeze, you get a cough, you don't want to do it right in the mic. You know, you know what I mean? So it's a, you know what's funny about that thing? is once the Go XLR came out, I saw an mm-hmm. increasing demand for microphones that had mute buttons on them. And I think that's why mm. it was such a massive selling point of the Elgato Wave 3 of having Yeah, just a three. I don't think the one has it. They have a mute button on yep. the mic. So you just tap it and it mutes the mic system wide. Huh. 
um, which people didn't think that they needed. And then all of a sudden, it's becoming like a normal thing, and people realize oh, it's a nice, the value. It's, a, it's one of my favorite features of this. Also, I don't use it that much because I'll say f- like the rest of them, but, you know, the little bleep button's nice, yeah. too, you know? Hey, go f- yourself. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, in my head, I had planned on... I, I think this is a constructive um, conversation, and I thought that I had... Do you want 30 seconds to shit on them? We'll give you 30 seconds. No, not Put at it all. On the timer. No. It, like you I don't said, want your 30? even somebody okay. who bought the product and returned mm-hmm. it because it didn't fit for me, but that doesn't mean like I, I go to social media and... And, and tweet about it, like how it's a, such a product that doesn't fit the mold for streamers because it's just not hmm. true. And I, yeah, that's a that's a really dumb that like that makes no sense. It literally is built for the specific yeah, use case it's of streaming. built for streaming, right. yeah, for sure. Um, and it, and I honestly, I have a and I know you do too. Uh, you both do. You know a ton of streamers that have the product and love the product, mm-hmm. myself included. I'm not saying that people have not received shitty. I feel bad for those people. I was not one of them. It has worked great for me. Any glitches I've had, I've just had to literally restart the software for it to work. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's really been like the best thing I've bought for my stream ever. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, in, in no simple terms, I'm not trying to use be hyperbolic. I'm just saying it literally simplified so many things for me mm-hmm. that it made streaming easier. I could focus instead less on audio and more on being creative and doing other stuff. There's, there's not a there's not one glove that fits all either when it comes to audio. Sure. Like for me, sure. for me, if anyone came to me and was like, "Hey, what what microphone do I buy or what audio equipment do I buy?" I I realistically would never recommend a Go XLR unless they had the use case that they need that. Like they're like, "Hey, I want to do my own stream. I have a uh, you know, I want to do audio effects. I want to do all these things. I need to route it, you know, route audio. I want to be able to listen to my voice in the desktop body mm-hmm. and change the volumes. Like there's so many little I need details." To be able to yeah, if you want to talk like a little girl, you can do that. But realistically, yeah. like for a single PC stream, you don't need the Go XLR to do those things. You can do a lot of those things with a single PC without having to like it's a lot more simple. Um, yeah. But it all depends on your setup, right? So it, for me, it's it's hard to recommend the Go XLR. But whenever someone comes to me that's seasoned in streaming, that has like they've seen what other people are doing, they're like, oh, I want to be able to do the audio effects or the beep sound. Like I can come up with solutions for all of those things, but None of them are going to be as simple as just buying a USB interface that plugs in that you plug your mic into and you can you have software that you can control the yeah. thing with. That, that's infinitely more easy. It, most people don't need that shit, though. Right. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of like people come up like me in the past coming up and being like, oh, my God, everyone's hyping the shit out of the Go XLR. They, like most people don't use the effects or the the products that or the features of products that they spend an enormous amount of money for. Right. Most people that stream, they just buy shit for the features and they never fucking use them. So for me, that's why I always talk people down from spending a ton of money on on bullshit features that are pointless. Like we like go back to last week, the the mounting system for the for the um, the Elgato sound panels. Right. I was shitting on those. It's like you're going to mount them once and you're not going to have to worry about them ever again. That's like who gives a fuck? Like you're going to buy it for that. That's a feature. But realistically, you're not going to spend your time doing that. So is it really valuable? Does it actually add extra value on paper? Sure. But in your actual production? No, you're never going to fucking care. You're never going to care about that. Like you're never going to use it. Um, Jimmy is a good example of someone that should have a Go XLR because he's utilizing all those things constantly. Mm -hmm. Right. When I first bought the Stream Deck, I almost never used it. Right. I now have it 
almost solely because I have a, I think it's a 65% keyboard. So now I don't have my numpad or my. You have the the Stream Deck XL, don't you? Yeah, I got the big boy. Yeah. yeah. So I have like all yeah. of my audio um, controls so I can control music and Spotify. I have all of my lights for the room so I can change those in real time. Um, cool. So I have, I have all of that now controlled from the Stream Deck and I That's wouldn't, awesome. I would not go back. Yeah, like, dude, that I is use it so all the time. Cool. But most people having a tactile freaking just board to change. Oh, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So, so that's like previously, I wouldn't use this. Like, I don't use the Stream Deck for streaming related things. Like, I, I don't use it during production because I don't stream. Um, so, when I do stream, I use the Stream Deck all the time, right? Like switching scenes, I, it's it's fantastic. But I, of all the features that are loaded into these things, like people buy them because they have extra features, but you're never actually going to use a lot of those things when you're actually streaming, unless you really, you create those little niche desires for your stream or like you want those things inside of your stream. So, yeah, um, the last time Kick Tripod was on the podcast, he said that I think just under 50% of GoXLR users, the one that allowed to share anonymous data, mm-hmm. left the mic completely default like they plugged it in they mm-hmm. set their gain and then they left it at that which i thought was crazy i that fucking surprised you know the what hell that tells me. me is that 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 a lot of the people that got the mic literally got it because it's a go XLR, oh yeah definitely and they just want it for the that, that's mm-hmm. i just started streaming i'm gonna spend three thousand dollars buying all this shit and that's gonna be one of the things i buy i'm gonna buy an sm7b I'm gonna buy a GoXLR. I'm gonna buy a Cloud Lifter. I got my gaming PC. I got my freaking DT990s. Yep. Yeah. I got my RE320. They buy. They buy it for the desire to be like to because they think that's what they need to become a great streamer, and that's what the yeah. great streamers they have. They think they just you know? need all the hardware. Yep. Yeah. You, um. First of all, I broke love my DT99. I do. I do love you both hey, very hey man, much. Thanks, man. I know. Now you got the. You're about to get super smug on me. I already know this. Yeah, I see. I can't be that smug because. Go ahead. Go ahead and give them what a shout those? out. It's fine. What give are those? So out. these are just the the 600 ohm versions of the DT 990s. Um, just the 600. <laughs> um, I so I was editing a video and I dragged an audio clip that was already really really loud into an audio channel that had a compressor with a 10 decibel add of output gain, and I hit play on the clip. And all I heard in my earphones was, mm. that's how fucking loud it was. It just made a noise. And I blasted both of the both of the fucking domes. Um, no. So Epo, uh, Epos Vox reached out. He's like, hey, homie, you need a headset. I got one. I got one here for you. And uh, he must have never worn them because the ear pads are completely brand new. Like, un- mm. un- unlike my Uncrustables that I had. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, hopefully he licked a little. I fucking uh, hope he did. He that sexy son of a bitch. Gave you, so now you got a little e- A-Post Vox <laughs> DNA on your ears. I know he's a good dude. He knows his shit when it comes yes, to Yes, he does. Um, so, yeah, I guess um, I appreciate your guys' input. Uh, you know, I know that we've talked about the go xlr so much but this even as somebody that doesn't use the product when i see people shit on it for uneducated stupid reasons it riles up my passion veins like my passion mm-hmm. veins fill with just like trying like i try not to get angry i didn't respond to any of these tweets by the way i just like i read it i'm like i'm gonna talk to this i'm gonna talk about this um with the homies later tonight um and i knew that both of you are people who love the go xlr uh and i, I hate it man I, I hate you it. hate that you love it right <laughs> <laughs> i used to hate it I, I like it now now that i know what it i used to be a naysayer about it until i did a ton of research and bought a lot of products mm-hmm. i bought 
and returned a ton of products. And I was like, holy fuck, man, this thing is, uh, it's not as bad as people think. But I think the, the moral of the story as well, when it comes to like, and this goes back to like parroting people just bitching about stuff that they, right. they buy that doesn't sol- solve a problem or they don't know how to use it. So it doesn't solve their issue, their problem for them. Um, is that reviews, anytime that I look at reviews, you have to realize that people are more likely to write a review when they're having a bad experience than when they're having a good experience. Like go to a restaurant's reviews or at your apartment complex if you live in an apartment and look at the reviews. There's not a, like, there'll be like three Dude, good I reviews. Dude, I never, I rarely ever write a yeah. review for anything. It, and there's tons of really products that I love. Yeah. So, yeah. so I think uh, a good example is this weekend, I was, or this this last week, I was buying a third, a third monitor because I needed more landscape. And I was looking at different monitors. I wanted one that was 27 inch, uh, and I was looking at different features and stuff like that. If you're familiar with G-Sync and AMD FreeSync, just two technologies that that um, are great for gaming, right? Uh, makes it a lot uh, more of a smooth experience when you're playing games. And it, it basically, it, it seems like it adds more frame rate, but it really doesn't. So um, I was reading the reviews of this certain monitor, and it had like three reviews, and this monitor had two stars, and this is on Amazon. And I was scrolling down, and it was like, this guy was like, um, I bought this monitor because it had G-Sync and spent a fortune on it. Um but once I plugged in my Xbox, I didn't, I couldn't enable the G-Sync, and I'm pretty sure this is a scam. And I was just like, <laughs> no fucking way. I swear to God, I'll find a picture of it and post it in the Crocs Discord. But I, I was just reading through this, and I was like, these are the people. Yeah. Like, this is such oh. a misinformed, stupid, dumbass yeah, response. Yeah, no, but I get it, man. Yeah. Like, people, and they, yeah. It, it's, it's gonna, yeah, they're like. God damn it, my fucking, my, uh, my son-in-law just moved in and he's fucking with my internet. His Twitch account's bass and my fuck, shit. Man? Yeah. <laughs> my god dang, all of a sudden my RTX ain't working, man. I'm like, dude, you don't have RTX, okay? <laughs> that's an Xbox One, all right? There's no RTX on that. Right. Yeah, so that's just, that's just the way it is. Like, if you're ever looking to move into an apartment, I guarantee you, and this is kind of like a bingo game type, type of thing. Like, you could make a board game out of this. You're going to see Reeks Like Pot, uh, all I hear is music all weekend, loud noises, upstairs, nor- neighbors, there's garbage everywhere. Like, those are like the five things that you're going to see in every apartment review uh, it, on any website. Like, it's just going to be all negative bullshit. So that you mm-hmm. have to realize that most people that spend their time, like, bitching about this type Yo, of shit. I'm going to refill while you continue to talk about uh, Go excellent. apartment reviews. Yeah, ba- yeah right. be, Please continue this. Absolutely. This is commercials? I'm going to watch. I'm commercials? Gonna, no, I'm going to look and see how our viewership goes while you... <laughs> <laughs> but most most people waste their time writing reviews if they if if they feel like like people if they have something if they have a decent experience and not a terrible one or not a great one they're not going to write a review mm-hmm. so you're going to see mostly negative or mostly positive reviews sure sure yeah i think one of, also one of my biggest issues um like while reading through some of these tweets is the ability for some to to find out that the product doesn't work for them and therefore (laughs) it is a bad product. And I think to a point I have to give people the benefit of the doubt because I remember a time where, when I was thinking about a product and its value and what it meant in my life, when it didn't work for me, I, I couldn't comprehend that how it worked would also work for somebody else. And and like I said, I know we've we've mm-hmm. beaten this bush so many times. I'm just I'm always intrigued oh, yeah. when the <laughs> when the when the opposing perspective comes up. I'm always like, okay, is there maybe something that my rose tinted glasses are filtering out? Is there a valid mm-hmm. criticism? But every fucking time, it's the same shit. 
over and over. Right. And I'm actually I'm surprised at how many people were shitting on it in this thread. Mm-hmm. But at the, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm I'm, I'm surprised at how little there are of people. And this, this is a pretty established broadcaster. And usually when when these when these threads hit Twitter. Um, I, I would assume that if somebody tweeted like, "Hey, retweet this if you love your Go XLR," it would be it would be absolutely insane the amount of people yeah. that would that would give that post some love. Yep, I think it it comes back to like streamers or or anyone. Like, I don't like the term streamers because it kind of like uh, removes like the idea that these people are real people. Content right? like, creators, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the content creators. But like. If you don't understand the technology, just shut the fuck up and quit re- quit suggesting it to people. Like if you don't understand or you don't understand the market or you don't understand the other products in the market, just shut the fuck up. Like quit quit recommending it to people. If you have a setup that works for you, recommend it to people for why like give them the reasons why it works for you. Um if you're buying shit just because some goblin that plays Fortnite all day long uh, says that they love the product, then I don't know, man, like maybe that maybe you shouldn't listen to him. If it's a mouse, like if it's a gaming mouse and the guy's the best fucking builder in the world or best shooter, maybe that makes sense. Right. Right. But like most people don't really care about like the small nitty gritty details of audio Mm -hmm. or video. Um, The amount of times that I've recommended video camera cameras and lenses and capture cards and the right equipment to people and they've gone and bought the complete opposite things <laughs> and then recommended the shit that they've bought to their uh, audiences no. is dozens of times. Yeah. So do your own research, quit listening to the parroting dog shit and uh, have a good time. It's kind of like it, we talk about this a hundred times on or thousands of times on this podcast. Whenever a new game comes out, everyone bitches and complains and just repeats the same dog shit and, and it ruins game experiences for you, yes. right? Like you go in with like the preconceived notion that this game is going to suck or you're looking for the glitches. Um, and they're really not that bad when you get to them. Maybe a lot of times, you know, the the game is great, but people just complain about things because they can't figure out why the game is different than the last generation. Like with a new Call of Duty, they're like, ah, the movement's fucking terrible. It's like, no, the movement's not terrible. You're just not used to it. Yeah. And you, therefore, you're not willing to learn it. And you're then complaining about it instead of just putting the time in to figure it out, man. By the way, you were talking about keyboards earlier. Did you see my new keyboard? No, no. Show You want to do a little show and tell? Oh, I love it. So I got I a, it. yours is a, did you have arrow keys? Yeah. So mine's a, and correct me if I'm wrong, chat. I'm looking at chat. I think mine's a 65%. Um, so it has the arrow keys and a delete key, page up, page down. And then it has uh, Alt FN in menu, but no function the, row. Uh, no FN keys on the top. Uh, no numpad. But I still maintain the delete page up and page down. The reason that I need the delete key. Um, oh, and I still have the squiggle. Uh, so the reason that I needed the delete key is for After Effects. The amount of times yeah. that you use that. Yep. Uh, I couldn't lose that. Now that I bought this keyboard, I can actually use this with After Effects without a problem, and I can still get my um, my F keys by just hitting function and then pushing the keys. I have. I rarely run into like a problem where I'm like, ah, oh, I wish I had the function keys back. So, so yeah, that's technically a 65% because it doesn't have the function row. Um, I So I just bought this kind of as a tester to see if I could go back to a 60 again. And the delete key being gone sucks. My delete is now function quote. 
uh, function quotation, which okay. after a certain amount of time isn't too terrible. But mm-hmm. the only way that you can get to the arrow keys is with function and then IJKL, which yeah. is super awkward. If I could have remapped it to WAS, that'd be great. Mm-hmm. But GMMK doesn't uh, support Did, that type of. Do you want me to send you uh, the one that I bought? Yeah, yeah, please. Okay, yeah, because this keyboard, like I have uh, another sixty percent, and I couldn't transition from like playing wow because wow you need a ton of keys yeah wow and working and then playing like uh, rainbow six at the time i love the extra desk space playing rainbow six um but whenever i swapped to wow or anything work related i had to move my keyboard around and i had the k70 corsair i think that's the k70 so i had to run the cable back in and plug it in the pc and eventually i was just like fuck it and this thing's just been sitting in a box now that i have this keyboard and i use the stream deck for like audio controls and some other stuff like windows commands um, I don't, I haven't missed my other keyboard. This is like the best keyboard I've ever had. I left my other cable so that if I wanted to switch back to my yep. 75%, I could, but this thing for call of duty is fucking amazing. Ooh, a little spice. A there, little huh? bit of spice there. A little sauce, a um, little extra space on your right side. huh? I will probably try and go for a 65%. I think that's going to be like my perfect medium because with the 75% having the function row sandwiched right up against the number row was kind of not my favorite Um, but i still it's an amazing keyboard anyways yeah i was i was surprised like the the arrow keys i was surprised on how much i actually use them yeah like i I didn't i didn't think i ever used arrow keys until i realized that i I still had arrow keys i'll put the um oh fuck that wasn't the link um (laughs) it's an epo maker i have the epo maker gk 68 xs with the blue uh gateron blue switches and i love this band are you not even a sub to the (gasps) podcast that you're on no, I'm a sub. You just got timed Thir- out. Thirty-one, dude. I got thirty-one months. You got dude. you got timed out by. I'm banned. Feels bad. Or man. did you just get banned by I'll Jimmy? Just, hey man, listen. I'll just send it to Jimmy. He's a mod. I didn't dude. ban him. <laughs> I didn't ban you him. Did, no, uh, that was so weird. Epo yeah, maker. Banned, okay. Man. All right. Um. See, the other Epo thing maker. that I'm super tight about is the the modular switches. Hi, hi, hi. Um. I'm gonna be switching them out pretty soon. But um. Mm. Anywho. Mm. Uh. Any final points on the on the GoXLR conversation? Poop butt. Poop butt, man. Can you do like a sound effect just to close it out? Misa Jaja, Real, to, to close it, Jimmy, what is your number one unpredicted value that that thing brings to your life? Like, what was something that after you got it that you realized, holy shit, this is probably the best part of it. Thank you, Jesus Christ. Quick touch, because, like, I have where I can just adjust, even when I'm not streaming, just being able to adjust sliders to, like, my speaker or something where I want to listen to Spotify over something, or I can bring down the volume of a stream, you know what I mean? Or I can bring up, you know, just having that on the fly just right there at my it's so nice, you know? Uh, it's a very nice function, and it, it can do more for you than just streaming, although that's the prime function, but... There's a lot of uh, quality of life features um, to, that really just makes it simple to control sound from multiple sources. Like I have four monitors, and it's nice to be able to like have stuff where I can easily control sound on um, from different stuff. You know, where visually it makes sense. Sure. So, um, uh, Turbo David asked the question, and in case they want to bounce because the Go XLR conversation mm-hmm. is ending, um, I'd like to answer it for him real quick. So, by the way, we, I've never done this in podcast history. This is how this is how much I'm willing to delay my dick on the line for Go XLR. Okay? I, oh, I know what you're talking about because I told him to post it in the thing, but I want to. Good man, know, thank fine. you. Uh, 
Turbo David asks, what about the GoXLR Mini as an alternative as a lower price point than the GoXLR? It just depends on what you want out of it. If you don't want the voice changing, because um, what does it really, what does it lose? Uh, the vocal effects and soundboard. soundboard. Do you lose the motorized faders with the Mini as well? I don't think so. That shit's cool, motorized, man. Little I think the motorized faders are there still, I think. They'll, they'll answer in chat. Um, you motorized you lose faders, the motorized okay. faders. So I think if you were a beginning streamer and if you were looking for an all-in-one device and you didn't need soundboard or vocals, I think it would still be a value purchase. I do. Um, but if you are somebody who, if you if you want to have the motor having those motorized faders is nice. It's a very nice tool because it doesn't take long to set up on different your different sound inputs on your PC. Where you can easily just mm-hmm. control where your sound is coming mm-hmm. from. It's a very, very nice quality of life feature. Yeah. Um. So I, I absolutely will recommend the GoXLR Mini to people because just the preamps alone. Like, if you just want to cover ninety-eight percent. Of- how much is it? The Mini. Like two hundred. Okay. I think it's two forty. I think it's two forty-nine. Yeah, somewhere around there. 250. Either way, Sorry, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I, yeah, it's it's a valuable yeah. device. It just it doesn't do all the things that the Go XLR. Right. Does. I didn't mean to cut you off. Next. No, it's go okay. Um, just like there's a lot of quality of life things that exist in the Mini, and it's like it's on the edge of would I recommend this to somebody brand new to streaming? But it's like if you're gonna go out and spend a hundred to hundred and fifty dollars on some shit like a Behringer or or Focusrite, mm-hmm. absolutely spend the extra fifty bucks. And get this device that has a bunch of extra features as well. Um, again, preamps is something that is really, really hard to come by quality-wise when it comes to all of these other mm-hmm. devices. And again, talking about like real, real-world conversations, a lot of professional audio gear takes up a lot of space and is ugly as fuck. Mm-hmm. And in the age of TikTok and streamer and r slash r battles. Er, Slash Aesthetic. R slash battle stations. Aesthetics. Aesthetics, Aesthetics, baby. Aesthetics matter, to be honest. Um, they, mm-hmm. they matter to some people. And so, and that's just, that's at the end of the day. So, um, absolutely. When people are talking about, hey, I need an audio interface um, for a microphone, that's one of the first ones that I recommend, regardless of which path they're going down. And I want to mention this too, just because we're, we've been talking about mixers this whole time. And I, and this may be opening a whole nother can of worms, but I'm going to say it. We got no other topics. There are, there's better USB mics now than yes. Yeah. I just made a TikTok about that today. Dude, those, the USB mic situations now, like with the wave three and wave one mics and the, the different, the upgraded Yetis and everything like it is like microphone technology for USB interface is come a long way in the last five years Mm -hmm. and is way more user friendly than it ever has been before. And just so you know, I was on a USB mic interface for my first year of streaming. Your mic just started freaking out, man. That was weird. It knows you're talking better. You're good uh, now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it does. A, it, does <laughs> it does a weird. It does. A, it did a weirdy. User has to go no. <laughs> Send it back. Report. Oh shit. Tweet no, it. like it, you. You have. Um, I don't know. I mean, there's so much more that you can do now with the USB mic, and with all the plugins that are available on OBS, you can sound like a freaking. If you take the time to learn, you can sound like as good as anyone on mm-hmm. Twitch. Yeah. With a USB microphone. Yep. The um. 
so uh, I'm going to go on the opposite side of you guys with the Go XLR Mini. So my the reason I would recommend it to preface this, I wouldn't uh, I don't know all of the features that aren't in the Go XLR Mini, but the reason that I do recommend the Go XLR or I would go recommend the Go XLR to people is because of the all of all in one features in the the accessibility of all of those features that you need for streaming specifically all in one box. I don't like I said, I don't know what's in the Go XLR Mini, what specific things are missing. I know we listed a few of them with the effects and stuff. So for me, I think that you could probably find some audio equipment that could do the same thing that the Go XLR Mini could do for cheaper um, and sound great if all that you care about is your mic sounding great and potentially do the same uh, same routing that the Go XLR Mini can do. I, I don't know exactly what's missing. So again, uh, I'm not sure, but that's where I'm, uh, I'll, I'll kind of take the opposite side from you guys and say, maybe you could go and find for less money, maybe for $150 investment, you could find some good pieces of audio equipment that get you started um, that make it, it make more sense to buy a different product than a Go XLR mm-hmm. at that point. Does that make sense? Did I say that correctly? Yeah, no, definitely. Okay. So it's a good time. Like Jimmy mentioned, like you can get it's a good time to be a streamer right now. There's a lot of good products that are out there. We had a whole talk on the last podcast about Elgato. Um, one thing that we missed mentioning on the last podcast is that Elgato was one of the first companies to start marketing specifically to streamers with products, hardware products. So they deserve, you know, some extra validation there. So that was one thing we missed. Nacker. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but be like, as, even though it's a good time to be a streamer, just be careful as well with the products you're buy, buying. Sometimes things are marketed to streamers and it's just something else from a different uh, a different place in the world, right? Um, like RGB lights. Sometimes you can get them for a better deal. There's better products out there that have more features, but maybe you want something to work specifically for your stream, right? Um, just be careful. Do a little bit of research. Nothing is a perfect product for everyone. Nothing that just is labeled streamer. And if you rewind, you know, five, 10 years ago, or, uh, in the past, people started labeling shit gaming, like gaming mice. Oh, we have these new gaming keyboards. Yeah. Oh, we have RGB gaming monitors. It's like, dude, it, it's just the same dog shit with different lighting and different. Like nowadays, they have different features and they have added value. But in most cases, we've all seen like this is a gaming cup, a gaming headset, gaming glasses. It's just glasses that are marketed towards gamers. Um, so just do your research. Know what your products features are. Know what you want for your stream. Don't look at products and try to find something to spend your your money on just because you have the money to spend. Find out what's missing from your stream. Really focus on like what what you want to produce and what the end product is and then go after it. Right. Maybe it's not modeling your shit after what Tim the Tapman or what Jimmy does, you know, uh, two equally sized streamers, two big time streamers, some big um, cocks and some big cock streamers. Um, so yeah, just do, do your research, man. You know, the, if, if you have any questions, ask people, listen to their recommendations, but also realize that no one's recommendation is going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and sometimes you also have to sift through the, the, uh, majority of the responses that you're going to get might not be the right one. They may just be a bunch of misinformed people that bought a sure SM7B because Tim, the Tapman had one. Um, there's a lot of good shit out there. Just do some research, man. I think that's a really good point to to end this particular topic on is always encourage people to try to find validation in somebody's review when they're talking about a product. So like if you're if you're a new streamer or a new content creator that's coming into the space and you're wondering if like a GoXLR is for you, when somebody gives you their 
review on something or their perspective, try to find out why it didn't work for them in addition to why it didn't work. Because there's a huge distinction between the two. And I think one of the problems with uh, with social media is it's really easy for hype trains and uh, – poop trains to mm-hmm. snowball. So like right now there's probably a high concentration of people shitting on the go XLR on Twitter right now. A poop snowball. Yeah. It's poop balls. You yeah, can shit balls. on our balls, man. <laughs> and if, if you were to go on Twitter right now, that would probably be your experience. So I would just encourage you to, to ask smart people what they think about the go XLR. Yeah. yeah, true. Anywho, any final points on the go XLR? No, man. If right. you want one, buy one, man. If you can afford it, buy the fucking thing, man. Yeah, buy it, dude. It's, if it fits, if it, it, yeah, if fits, it fits, it sits, dude. Yes. Um, um, I had a, I had another uh, topic so I, I uh, that I just thought of in the back of my mind. So this morning, I stayed up late playing Hell Out Loose. A ton of Hell Out Loose. Love that game. I was playing on the um, the Chinese servers as uh, in, in RPing as like a, a hardcore American going like, let's go, boys. Dude, the Chinese are the nicest people ever, man. They were so welcoming. They were super nice to me, dude. Those guys are sick. If it was the other, like, flip-flop the other way around, oh my God. Americans are assholes. So uh, I stayed up really late, and this, that was just that was just a little piece of, of you know, leading into this. So I went on to a um, different subject. Was it playing, uh, uh, or I was on Instagram, and I didn't realize until this morning, but I fucking burnt out so hard on Instagram. Yeah. To the, to the fact that I stopped using it, for years like literally did not post anything on instagram and i was going through and like looking at my dms and all kinds of other shit and like people were like were like hey we're like where are you at man like what's going on like uh, and i was just kind of like oh my god like i i stopped when i started streaming i stopped posting shit on instagram completely because i think my through streaming i kind of found out who i wanted to be on the internet right and i couldn't be the fake bullshit version of myself that i was portraying through like these social media posts and like uh like the perfect picture of like exactly who I am. That was uh, your Instagram, by the way. Yeah, exactly. It was dog shit, dude. It's fucking like terrible. It's so bad. It's such it's such garbage. Um, and I was kind of like going back through and like, oh my god, this is fucking terrible. Um, and it's funny because like now, like after I've gone through and streamed and kind of just like become who I am and like myself, I don't think I could ever go back to posting on Instagram again. And obviously in the same way or like actually managing my account. I don't know if you guys have felt the same way, like as social medias have like transitioned or how you've jumped from one social media to another, that your identity changes so much that you look back and you're like, holy fuck, like that's a nightmare, man. <laughs> Yo, I deleted Instagram. Really? Holy shit. I just realized that it was not for me. So as, I just deleted as it. As soon as uh, TikTok got my attention, I've realized that Instagram was literally the worst platform at giving mm-hmm. you content. Like the way in which Instagram dishes you the content is dog shit. The amount of advertisements is dog shit. And to be honest, the content that people post on Instagram is dog shit. Like it's I, terrible. I don't think that your experience with how you were using Instagram is all that off of how other people usually use it. Mm-hmm. I think for whatever reason, like Instagram is always this like mirage of what a person actually is. We're, right. we're oh we're yeah, as, for like, sure. I don't know why it's through a bunch of filters and through like that. I mean, that's what I do use. I mean, it was always happy. St- I mean, I don't know, man. Like I, I think when it when it came down to it at the end of the day, it wasn't that I was looking at 
uh, Instagram stuff and getting pissed off or angry. It was really more just came down to the fact that, like you just said, about every three or four posts, I'd see an ad. And a lot of the posts, too, I knew the people doing the posts. And I was like, man, this is a lot of it was just like fake BS, like just stuff that they just I took 10 pictures to get this perfect picture right here. It just I don't know. Man. Yeah. It just yeah. It, it didn't appeal to me after a while. Um, I liked it at first because I enjoyed the, the cool pictures and stuff. Yeah. Then after yeah. a while, it kind of turned into something different. You know? I think the reason um, that I love TikTok so much right now, that it, it is the rawest form of content. Like it is literally people recording shit with their phones and then editing it with TikTok's little fucking editor and then uploading it. Whereas like yeah. Instagram is so goddamn manufactured a lot of the times. Like there's like mm-hmm. this certain bar that you have to hit in order for this shit to look good. And TikTok, nobody gives a fuck about what they upload. Like when I think about how many things I have forwarded to friends from TikTok compared to the amount of things that I found on yeah. Instagram and sent to somebody, TikTok overtook that within like the first month. Um, and man, that's just that's my anecdotal experience with TikTok, uh, Instagram at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I think at first, like if I, if I go back to like when I first made my, my Instagram, um, I was posting like little highlights of my life and then what ended up happening. And I didn't really realize it while it was happening, but I was trying to create highlights in my life so I could post them on Instagram. So instead of it being a highlight of my life, I was then manufacturing those highlights. So then I would obtain validation from people. Right. Mm, Yeah. Um, which was really weird. So like I wouldn't go and do something because I would enjoy it. I would do it because I would want to post a picture of that. Right. And like without without knowing it, like that wasn't like my in the motivation of my mind wasn't, oh, I can't wait to go fucking skydiving so I can take a picture so I can post on Instagram. But realistically, like in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, like this will be a good post. Like people will love this. Like this is going to be great. And then like it's just like a uh echo chamber of like people like, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, you have a great life. Well, you have a great like life. The, oh. It goes into like the thing like uh like at concerts, mm-hmm. like uh, I hate that shit. You're like you're at a concert, and obviously I haven't been in a concert in a while because of COVID. But the last one I was at, I was at Woodstock, a third eye blind concert. <laughs> you fuck stick. I was at a third eye blind concert in uh, Austin, yep. and I uh, was with my wife, and some fuck stick in front of me. We had a really good seats and place like it was above like the floor it was really nice it was close to the bar so i could go get his drinks and some fuck stick in front of us was like putting his fucking phone up like recording the concert like right in front of us and i'm like hey dude are you really ever gonna watch this <laughs> i mean who's this for yeah but it- <laughs> exactly I'm like i did like i want to say dude just fucking just be in the moment like you don't need to record this yeah it's gonna sound so much better on any album yeah. ever mm-hmm. that they've done. Like you don't need to fucking record this video. Like I can re- I get recording like five seconds just to show the crowd sort of deal. Like yeah, yeah. I, he was trying to record like the, the entire, entire song. set. Yeah, that. And I was like, bro, can you please get your fucking phone? I had to tell him. I was like, I need you to get your fucking phone out of our faces. I was at a I was at a, a big gigantic <laughs> show here in Detroit a couple years back, and I'll never forget seeing this girl. On Snapchat, recorded 15 seconds down, it would hit, add to story, and then would tap all of her friends yeah, that were, yeah, yeah. and then send, record another 15 seconds, 
Go to next. Send, send, send. Tap, 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 tap. Tap all these You're not people. even able to enjoy the concert. For a song. All you're doing is fucking... Ten minutes of just recording uh. and then sending. And I'm like, can you fucking not? Yeah. yeah. It's like, that's the point of being at a live concert is to not have all that. It's one thing to have a picture or two or a short second of video. I'm not against that. But if you're trying to record an entire song or an entire set... Yeah. You're a fucking idiot. Like, di- yeah. I, I, it's just dumb. It's just, why would you? I, I get, I've taken videos of concert where I want to see, like, there's like a throng of people. So I'll show it to my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll send them, you know, and they're like, oh, damn, have fun. Jimmy likes thongs. But it's never more than like a 10 second video. Yeah. You know? yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, I'm not trying to. With that uh, said, when you go to YouTube. I'm a, am I a boomer? No, no, no. Does that make no, me a boomer? No, uh, everybody hates it. However, okay. when you go to YouTube, and there's somebody that recorded an entire set and it's in like perfect fucking quality and it's totally listenable. You're like, oh man, this is great. Oh, nice. It's kind that of like, nice. it's kind of like going to the movies. Like people are sitting and w- instead of watching the movie, they're like, fuck yeah, there's Jason Bateman. Oh yeah. Sick. All right, let me send this to Tommy, Johnny. Never seen him in send- person. <laughs> oh God, this is crazy. The, I think the worst thing, like the worst thing is when, uh, is the version of what Jimmy just illustrated, but when they're pointing the camera at themselves. Okay, and they're like, "Oh yeah, vibe they're in. Like, you we're got fucking them, like, out here. Hey, yo, man, hey. we're here. We got freaking Green Day, hey, dude. We I'm got Blink One Eighty Two. I'm here with Green Day. Yo, I I'm here, those dude. Guys. Yo, I know yo, those follow guys. my fucking shit on Instagram <laughs> and YouTube. It's like, dude, like I understand posting like little events that you're going to in your life, right? Like get like little snippets, let people know. And I used to like, honestly, my parents almost had it right. Do you know what they do when they're at a concert of like, um some band that they used to like as kids or teenagers, they would FaceTime their friends really quickly and just be like, hey, we're at the concert thinking about you guys. And I used to be like, cringe, bro. <laughs> like, you guys are idiots. But that makes infinitely more sense than, like, blanketing it, the approach and just sending it to everyone and be like, oh, check out how fucking sick I am, bro. Like, it's just, like, the most... Now, looking back, it makes me cringe. And, like, people still do this shit, right? Obviously, it's a little different with the... Uh, with COVID, but I feel like um, streaming on Twitch was like a, the perfect filter at the right time to just like completely remove all the bullshit, right? Like you can't sit and stream. And I said this at the beginning, like what's the difference between YouTube and, and Twitch? A lot of people from YouTube, the fucking shitheads that, that make videos tried to come over and stream and their personality was so fucking empty that they couldn't last five seconds because they're fucking they're they're losers, right? They're fucking losers. So new well, doing live content as opposed to recorded content are two totally right, different. Right. Right. But you see you see point. you see people's true uh character in live content, mm-hmm. right? Live content's a lot harder to fake. Yep. Yeah. Uh it's a lot harder to fake who you are. Exactly. I so I think that was unless you hide behind an avatar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Da, da, okay. da, da. Who does that? <laughs> um but I yeah, it was just a weird like uh revelation revelation um and i always like had different thoughts of like why i didn't like instagram and like why i didn't use it and stuff and i I thought it was because i started streaming and it was like a different audience but uh yeah it was uh, now coming to like i had like a enlightening moment after spending all morning playing hell let loose up to like 7 a.m in the chinese servers and those guys were super nice and i sat down and was on instagram and i was like this is a piece of shit app man like this this shit fucking sucks and that doesn't mean that like other apps are um are void of the same dog shit. It's like if you rewind back to when you or when Facebook started their their uh, video program, everyone was just scalping videos off of um, 
off of YouTube and re-uploading them, right? And TikTok, I mean, TikTok is still really bad. Yeah, it's going, it's getting, there's a lot of original content, like you mentioned, Knackers. There's a lot of original ideas and like themes within TikTok, but there's also like this vicious cycle of people ripping everyone else's content off from inside of TikTok. Like the amount of times that I've sent something to Casey and then Casey sends something back to me and it's the exact same video, just different people doing it and not like, not like lip syncing a sound or something like that, but like, uh, creating like five things you need to know about streaming. Bam, 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 bam. And then you look at the other guy's video, five things about streaming. Bam, bam. And it's the exact same fucking bullet points, yeah. exact same song, exact same format. They're recommending the same stuff. I, it, I, I hope that like the content creators that are real, right. And that the, the people that actually are genuine, um, continue to float to the top. And I, hopefully TikTok is a platform that allows that to happen. I think Twitch is, I think, I don't think I could name one, dickhead that i sit and spend time watching stream yeah maybe jimmy besides yeah except besides jimmy yeah but but realistically like think of the the personalities like i have a perfect or a, rel- a relatively perfect profile of jimmy's personality and your personality and everyone's personality that i watch on twitch and i feel like that's a pretty good feeling right yeah like oh it, yeah you get a good feeling from that, that from paris that. also like, related yeah <laughs> Well, I think that's one of the draws to the Twitch and the, and the beauty of the platform is you get you get enamored to a degree with understanding the personalities of the people that you're watching on that on that platform yeah. and uh, and having the ability to interact with them one v one is something that a lot of other platforms in live. Yep. I mean that's a that's a that's an ability that a lot of other platforms can't give you the ability to do that and that uh, you know that that draws people in you know it makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. All right, next topic. Another thing on Twitter that I found. I love this. Is actually like the my favorite evolution of my work ethic is finding things on Twitter and then instead of engaging with a bunch of idiots and trying to and trying to have a conversation with people that can't see past their own fucking belly. Save it for the podcast. Yeah, just save it for the podcast and talk shit about them. No, since smart. since no, they'll never smart. know. So I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read these tweets. And I want to get your guys' opinion on them. Because, Jimmy, I think you're somebody who fits the mold of what this person is doing, not the after doing. Yeah, you fucking asshole. So listen to this. Fuck, it's hard being original in streaming. So many so many people want shortcuts and not actually learn anything. All you hear is, how did you do that? Bruh, I searched for literal hours finding cool new things to separate myself. Last thing I want to do is give a part of myself to you. Hmm. My favorite is when I go into someone's stream and they just did a copy and paste from my setup. I'm not saying I created all these things. Hell nah. But I did put in the work, research, and trial and error. People are so quick to just take an idea and regurgitate it and not improve. Just FYI, I don't mind helping for basic streaming questions. How do I fix this or having audio trouble? You know, basic stuff. But if you start asking about how to install the plugins and that shit ain't it, chief. So the conversation is I Googled something and I figured out how to make my thing look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it is mine, and I'm not going to share how I did it because this is the only thing that sets me apart as a creator from anybody else. Moving cameras. Yeah. 
Uh, can we all just get moving cameras for, yeah. for, from now on? <laughs> um, so here's my here's my topic of conversation. This is gatekeeping at its fucking finest. This is it, dude. This is just I could just tell by the way the person wrote what they yeah. wrote. And as someone who analyzes a lot of student handwriting and I read a lot of essays for my job, this person, without a doubt, this is my professional opinion. They are one hundred percent. Fucking douche. <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to be constructive with it, but we just we just went right there. No, they are a douche. This 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 the argument is invalid, and they they proved that by their continued writings and and no, this is an invalid just bullshit. Fucking yeah, that's my opinion. I think that they are very very insecure. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily about themselves, but about their content. So I want to break this down a little bit. I don't want to spend a crazy amount of time on it because it's obvious. But this is one of those points where I had to say to myself, am I fucked up? This was one of these moments. Did you, mm-hmm. did you have to say, am I, I fucked did, up? I did because I, I, I... This seems like a no-brainer to me. I thought about people like Dr. Disrespect, Sushi Dragon. Um, there's... Uh, uh, Rob dies a lot. The people that just put insane amount of time, and, and you, Jimmy, and people that put insane amount of time into their, I don't want to say production quality, but I will say the creative production quality, mm-hmm. where you're taking all of these different aspects, these plugins, these features, uh, these apps, and you're baking them into your brand. And then, and that's my point. Right. Though. If anyone ever asked me a simple production question, I always answer it, especially if they're being polite. Like, you know, people say all the time, like, hey, how do you animate that? I'm like, I use a software called FaceRig. It's not in, can't buy FaceRig anymore because they, they do animes now. It's not oh. Oh. Yeah, it's I know that. But, uh, but yeah, they, uh, it's, I don't have a problem with that, especially if you're polite. Like, mm. it's not a secret. Like, I learned all this stuff by watching other people who told me what they were doing and i was like thank you and then i learned about it and moved on it's like it, this is exactly and and salty i saw it in chetty hit the nail on the head in my opinion this is gatekeeping at its finest you're not fucked up this doesn't in my opinion this is an open and shut fucking case man this is like a this is about as easy as it gets. If only I could get the, Judge Jimbles on screen right now to give us I a know, fucking verdict. I, well, we could if I ever. We, we'll have to get the OBS. Part. Oh, let me give you guys game. the uh, the bailiff's take, okay? <laughs> yeah, because the bailiff always has something to say in the courtroom. Yeah. I've watched Judge Judy at least six times when I was. Have you 11. seen that that New Jersey judge who is like? Yeah, I love nice that guy. Just, yeah, okay. oh, that guy's so sick, man. So shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. Also, shout out to Rob dies a lot. That guy's a fucking. That guy's a beast, man. He I is. Love that guy. He is yeah. I didn't know about him yes. until your podcast, and then I watched. I didn't either. Him. He's super I didn't nice either, guy. and I, I very much enjoyed. That was one of my favorite one v ones you've ever done. Yep. Uh, that dude is a. Cool. I saw him. Clip, I someone saw clipped him it here. Said it to him. We love you, Rob. He's he's God probably in bed you. now, but he was uh, he was in the podcast I earlier. I think you're cool. If you ever want to hang out, don't do it. I don't hate don't you. Do Ask him to collab. <laughs> you want to collab, dude? Collab. Um. So my bailiff's take, okay, is uh, if you're it, like there's a, there's a big difference between ripping someone's content off completely and ripping off the foundation or the foundational piece of their content, okay. So like 
and I don't know, maybe that's not the best way to put it, but like uh, to put this in context surrounding Jimmy's stream, if all of a sudden I'm using an avatar that's a beer and I'm sitting and playing retro games, that's a there's there's a difference between that and then me using some of the animations that he uses within his stream to portray his brand. Okay. People that gatekeep technology are morons. Okay. Unless you have some way to patent your technology, you clearly don't have that creative of an idea. Um, there's so many, there's so many examples of this throughout the world that, that in the business world that this happens, that people can't protect this IP that they feel like they have, but realistically it's, it's nothing right that if you, if you find some way to create a, a transition or uh, moving like with effects in OBS, you have a way to move your camera between scenes. You didn't create that. The guy that produced the code created that. If you didn't want people to use it, then you should get it. You should develop it yourself and then just have it for yourself. Just because people find like there's a, a streamer, not going to name them, but dude, you, you, you're just going in and basically cementing the fact that this guy, everything the that they are, it's an invalid <laughs> argument. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It is an invalid argument. Yeah, ex it's that exactly. You don't need exactly. to even justify it with as many words as you've spent already. It is, it is an invalid argument. Invalid. Period. So production equipment, it, it, this falls into that technology. This falls into it. If it's not something that you've created yourself for that use case, then you can't expect people not to rip it off. If you plug a bunch of shit into your stream that's a bunch of uh, stuff that doesn't uh, add to the experience, but is just like technological advancements, like uh, a moving camera, and people come to your stream specifically for that to ask you why you're using it, and it doesn't actually add value to your stream, then you should probably rethink using that tech and find ways that it actually elevates the brand that you're trying to create, right? right. Like if people are specifically only coming for that thing to ask you what that thing is so then they can put it in their stream it's probably t more telling that it's not actually helping your brand but it's just a gimmick than anything else could and uh i've seen that a lot in streaming specifically with moving cameras i've seen it a lot with moving cameras with a particular person that doesn't want anyone to know what he's using but bought his product off of bnh and it's something that's been used hundreds of times you just mounted it and that's it when that first dropped did you happen to see the amount of arguments that happened on twitter of who had the first moving camera on twitch mm -hmm. that was a literal topic of conversation yeah i'll brb because i i need i'm gonna need at least one more glass of wine for the end of you the do you bb okay. by the way we you do get, not have any juice, man. we don't have any cues so however you want to steer this once you get back slurp it up okay. dude. i got some ideas oh, i got some ideas in. okay All right, um so and i think the reason that i know that you're passionate about this and that mm. i'm passionate about this is because jimmy wait jimmy <laughs> that was like that was like butler jimmy like oh how is stint of you my friend oh <laughs> uh, show us that belly button ooh, is it an innie ooh. or is it an audi he is I fucking going oh my god <laughs> deep, 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 doing tiktok dances he doesn't even know it <laughs> this is what it looks like when his pee pee is getting suckled. This, this is how he dances. I just realized oh, he's like he, a leprechaun. He's like an old man leprechaun. We never need to ask the question again: Is he a boomer or not? He has a long sleeve shirt underneath a short sleeve shirt. Yeah, yeah, that's like Hey Arnold type of shit. Not only is that like a style no no, it's impractical as fuck. If you're gonna wear layers, you wear the longer layer on top. In the shorter layer underneath. Yeah. Unless it's a vest. You know, like those, you know, like the, 
that there was actually there was a picture of somebody somebody had taken a picture of four guys walking in like downtown new york mm-hmm. like yeah. last week and it was four dudes with like white long sleeve button-up shirts and a blue sleeveless vest like all four of them oh walking in the same direction like a wedding picture <laughs> oh my god um so um, the where i was going was that we are both people that have put an insane amount of time into production mm. quality, into quality in general, both audio and video. And we've both experienced the fleeting amount of people that come in and go, oh, my God, that's your it. camera, mm-hmm. it's so crisp. Your audio, your voice, it's so great. Oh, that mm. stinger transition, the webcam border. <laughs> they yeah. will suck your cock for four hours straight for a single mm-hmm. stream, and then you'll never see them again. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You want to know what they when they leave your stream and they're in bed and they're about to fall asleep. You want to know what they're thinking? I can tell you what they're not thinking. Oh my god, that dude's camera was so crisp. I just <laughs> I'm just gonna not jerk off and then fall asleep. They immediately go to Pornhub.com and they wank their worries away and then they fall or fast just asleep. chatting. You mean? Or just chatting? That's or TikTok? Yeah, yeah. Jacuzzi gotcha. stream. Yeah. Um. That stuff, while it gives you that short dopamine hit of dick sucking, it doesn't matter in the long run. And it in my mm-hmm. later years of streaming, it has caused me to not put any time, any additional yeah. time into the production value side of streaming. And it has forced mm-hmm. me to focus on how can I make my core content fucking good? Yeah. So that yeah. when somebody clicks on the stream, the thing that makes them stay is the content, not... Mm. The, the 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 stinger transition or or the effects and I'm somebody who fucking I'll do camera multi camera zooms and high energy shit all day but you mm. know that like that shit's for me yeah they have to so like look at someone like Doc when you think of Doc's stream you think of the great production quality but you don't single out any single thing from his production right right it, the main core piece of his content is his character right the like the character that he creates so. When it comes to tech, and I'm sure like you've done this and I've done this, we add in a ton of layers of all these little cool things that we want to add. And then we eventually start to phase some of those things out. Like this didn't really add anything. It was kind of a cool little gimmick, but it didn't really add anything to to like the, the full production of like what the experience of the end user seeing. And I think that that's, that's super important. Like always be practicing and finding new things. Like be creative with streaming. Like there's a, a million different creative ideas that you can put into streaming, but also understand that each one of those things has like a fleeting amount of value if you don't utilize it to elevate your core piece of content, like your character or your presentation. Um, like a great example is like your stream utilizes uh, a ton of different cameras, multi-cameras, right? Um, I've seen, like I've personally used a bunch of multi-cameras that don't actually add any value, right? So like when you cut to Bozo, it's a different character that you're utilizing. No one thinks, oh my God, this guy has a second camera, right? No one's like, oh my God, hey, how did you hook up the second camera to your thing? Right. When you go back behind your studio setup, no one's like, oh my God, uh, what type of camera is that back there that's facing down into the showing your whole studio before you go live? So you have to find ways to utilize the technology, like I said, to elevate what you're doing. And if it doesn't elevate anything, if it's just distracting, because that's like what a moving camera can do if it's not used properly or you Mm. just set it up as a gimmick, it actually takes away from the experience for the viewer. It distracts them. They're going to be like, oh, what the fuck's that? It moves the conversation completely, right? And I think that's really important is like finding the right balance between those things. Always add things in to keep it fresh for the viewers that stay that care about you. To, to have like a new gimmick or like a new thing that they think is interesting. Um, 
but yeah, don't like, don't hyper-focus on it. And if you're the guy that's gatekeeping, like, bro, if, if this is clearly not something that's adding a ton of value for you because you feel that if you lose that thing and other people have it, it'll take away from your stream. Right. And I think that's probably the part that got me the most was, oh man, if I give this out, then the people that I have are, go- are going to leave and, and go to this other streamer. Okay, then what does that say about your content in general? Exactly. Um, yeah. So okay, I'm glad. Like I, I was yeah. pretty, sh- I was pretty sure that I wasn't fucked up, but I always mm-hmm. got to check. Like I got to humble myself. No, you're good, man. Yeah, you're good, man. I think this, I think this podcast this week we've had really good completing ideas, and I think that's good. We've we've really like uh, we've started somewhere. We've agreed on things. We've gotten all of our points out. This is a this is great. It's man. like I stuck my finger in Nagger's buttonhole, mm-hmm. and you stuck your finger in my buttonhole. Here, hole. okay, Bishop, you hold up a circle with your right hand. Wait, I'm here. Oh wait, oh, stick- yeah, there, yeah, there you go. Oh, fuck, yeah, sorry. you stick your finger in my butthole. And then Bishop, though. you, yeah, your left hand's got to go down a oh. little bit, and I'm gonna hold my you, butthole right down here. If you're an audio listener, you're really yeah. oh, wait, so. I need to come back. Jimmy, other other hand. Uh, so your your left hand needs to be a butthole in your top left. This hand? Do you have yep. your camera flipped? Other one. Yep. Kay. Hold that now one that up goes, a little bit. That one goes straight up. Yeah, right there. Finger up. Okay, good. Up. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yep. I see. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yep. Here we go. Yep. Okay. And then I'm going to... Other way. Yep. Other way. Other side. Yep. Put that... Yeah. There you yep. go. Okay, yep. now move your butthole. Oh, wait, no. oh here we no. go. Move your butthole over a little <laughs> no, bit. No, no, no. I got it. Move now. your butthole. Move your butthole. The last Move your butthole. Butthole right here. Keep going. Butthole keep going. Here. Keep going. Keep going. Perfect. Yes. I'll put this one over. Yeah. Lower your right there. Lower your anus. Right. Lower All right. Your anus. Now thrust. This thrust your penis. Thrust your thrust. penis. There you go. That's uh, what a podcast is about. That's yeah. what a podcast is all about, right here. Yes. yes. <laughs> we did that was it. Really difficult to coordinate. That was yeah. That was <laughs> nice, man. Hey, we should we should uh, start a cheer team. We should fuck each other for more often. Can we do can we do an old fashioned just for old times' sake? Yes. I completely forgot what my thing was. I knew I completely forgot what mine was. Was mine just call? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's been too long, man. You fucked it up. Sorry, man. Sorry. Anything else, man? What what's what's new in the world, man? What's uh what's uh dude, Roblox. Can we talk about Roblox for a second? Yeah, we can talk about that. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy did a stream. I did a yeah. I did a special so my son um one of the things he's he turns 10 next week and we had spring break this week and he one of the things he wanted to do for spring break was stream with me because he uh-huh. says dad you usually stream at night I don't get to stream with you cuz I got to go to bed he wants to collab and- on purpose you little fuck <laughs> <laughs> yeah so he goes so I'd really like to stream with you over spring break and so like my freaking mother-in-law was like hammering me hard like come Monday she was like Frankie like said he really wants to stream with you. Have you set up a time yet? Have you set up a time? Yeah. I was like, no, I have not, but I will right now. <laughs> you know? And uh, so we streamed uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens on Monday, or Tuesday. And uh, that was fun. We did that in the afternoon. And uh, and then he was talking to me, and he was so mature and professional. It was so funny. He was like, Dad, I feel like we probably didn't get the viewership we probably needed to for Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Because, like, he no, he was serious. He asked me because he asked me these questions. He says, what do you normally get, Dad? What do you normally get at your viewership? I said, well, I'm averaging, you know, between 70 and 80 right now. You know, a stream is about my normal average. And he goes, uh, well, what was it for Star Wars? And he goes, I was like, it was around 50. He goes, 
That's not good enough. <laughs> oh my god, dude! He's hit the threshold of where he's now like exceeding your intelligence. You know what I mean? I, he really like, is. Children, and at so some point, said, kids do so that. So this was his suggestion. He said, "Listen, you don't normally stream on Fridays, but we could stream on Friday night because you normally stream at oh night. My Let's stream god. at night instead of the day." I said, "And I can show you around Roblox. I you never stream Roblox. I'm pretty sure that's pretty popular on Twitch. And then you could just do something after." You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to want to play with my buddies. He, I said, he's a genius. I said, okay, man. dude, let's play robot. That was exactly, I promise you, that's exactly how that conversation. Wow. Went with my nine year old, almost 10 year old son. And, uh, and we played Roblox together. I highlighted it. I, I put it on YouTube because then he's like, shares it with his buddies at school, you know, because all I do on my YouTube channel is basically just him and I playing. Yep. Clip yep. Sure. Playing. Uh, and, uh, so he just thinks it's the coolest thing, you know, cause he thinks being like kids his age, they think being a YouTuber or a streamer is like the coolest thing. Yeah. And 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 he he has made it a thing. He's like, Dad, we need to get you partnered this year. <laughs> he gets partnered in twenty twenty one. That's fucking amazing. It's pretty funny, Dude, man. Uh, and my dad, my my son is a he's a he's a good boy. Yeah, the the highlight of that stream for me was um <clears throat> when your son uh or I think you brought it up that he was uh grounded for a little while from Fortnite because he was smack talking. And uh yes. he provided all the places where he heard the smack talking where it had come from but what he alluded to point out was that you weren't one of those people that uh that he was influenced by for the smack talking jimmy i no i wasn't because he was not a watcher of anything that i've ever done like any smack talking or streaming he watches he was watching these Fortnite youtubers that he was mm. just emulating what they were yeah. doing is what it came okay to. and we caught him and we, you know, we busted him on it. We took away, like, we grounded him for Fortnite and, and like, like, a couple of weeks. Was it, like, was we it bad? Him. Like, can he you, had no Fortnite you, uh, for, like, a couple of weeks. Can you and, tell us what he said or no? I don't, I honestly, I, it wasn't terrible. No, no, no. It was just, like, it was mean. Oh. It was mean. Get shit on, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, it wasn't anything, like, super, like, bad that he said. It was just he was being mean, is that was the issue. It was mean-hearted. It wasn't because... He was saying anything that was super bad. It was because he was not being nice mm. to other like that. the guys he was playing with. I like that. And so we took away Fortnite and his computer for like we took away Fortnite for for his computer for an entire week. Mm-hmm. We took away Fortnite for two weeks. We gave him his computer back after a week. He wasn't allowed to play Fortnite for like two two whole weeks. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Dude, in like 20 years from now, you're going to be, this clip is going to be on the internet. And they're going to be like, they took away his computer. That's abuse. <laughs> Seriously. I gave yeah. him that computer, man. I, can be, I built that computer myself. See, Dad we, who we built computers to... takes it away from child who wants to win in Fortnite. He ruined his career in gaming. Uh, <laughs> it was a good experience for him to learn. Yeah. It, it made him understand how he can. It was a good thing because he realized he can't, he can't just be talking to people. You can't be like an asshole on the internet. You just can't. You can't be toxic. You know. Do you um? What's the state of children and cursing in schools right now? Are they allowed? Is it not as? Is it punished? I mean, in high school, like if a kid curses in my class, I tell them to stop. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they get out of hand, I'll remove them. But it it usually doesn't have that as an issue. I mean, it's because occasionally I'll I'll slip one. You know, I mean, it happens. Mm -hmm. Uh, But. Generally speaking, I'm never cursing at any kid, obviously. And, right. And I would say the the general students don't do it. If if a kid, most of the kids that do it in class are kids that have some type of defiant disorder. 
some type of disorder that caused them to do it. Like I have a kid that has uh, like Tourette's, for oh. example, and he will just say "fuck" randomly oh, shit. in class, and like we'll be taking a test. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! <laughs> like whoa. It's funny because that's what exactly what I would no, do. You need to go yeah. outside, man. Tests, yeah. I mean, but wouldn't you love to just be able to be like Jonathan? Stop being such a little fucking bitch and go do your work. <laughs> We're mouthing off like a stupid little ass. I used to think that way, knackers, until I had been teaching for a long enough time, and and to realize just how varied everyone is, man. Like I've I've run the gamut of different types of students, and that has helped uh, expand my patience because I know just how many different things there are there that people deal with. Sure, but or like just like a solid like, hey, Sally, shut the fuck up. Trying to, I'm trying to teach. Oh. I think that all the time, bro. I'm not saying that I don't think no, that. No, don't you no, want to be able to say, say it? I, there are kids that I want to just look at them and be like, hey, I need you to shut the fuck up <laughs> so I can finish my... I have kids that want to interrupt me while I'm lecturing and like not even raise their hand, just blurt out. And I'm like, stop it. First of all, I'm not I'm not addressing you. I'm teaching. Um, if you have a question, raise your hand, and when I can stop and address you, I will. But there, it, even at age 15 and 16, you still have kids that want to just interrupt and cut you off while you're while like you're right teaching. now, like me doing this now. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a real thing. It's a very real thing. And it makes it it really yours. If you're a good teacher, you know how to handle that. Sure. But bad teachers don't know how to handle that. And it can derail an entire lesson, you know? Um. Well, do you guys want to bless the audience with a podcast that is less than two hours long? And we can just, yeah, we can just wrap this up. Yo, Can we clap now? In the yeah. Yeah. Oh, I wow. hear claps. We're using TeamSpeak this Look week, this. by the way. Wow. Cool. I, I can't believe we've done it. We This might be one of the first and only under two-hour podcasts we've ever done. It might yeah. be. Uh, however, we did get one final question that was very, very important. Will Jimmy actually fall into the bushes tonight? Hmm. No, no more bush. I got to work tomorrow. I actually have a dermatologist appointment, and I don't know what's happened. So when I fell in the bushes the last time, I got either a sliver into this thumb or I now have a wart on this thumb. <gasps> I don't know which. So I have to go to the dermatologist tomorrow, and they're either going to pull out the, the sliver, if it's that's what it is, or um, they're going to cut out the wart. It could be ah. bubonic plague. Got to be careful. Could be bubonic yeah, plague. Yeah, yeah. But that's I have a dermatology appointment tomorrow that I got to take care of that. I guess I always thought dermatology was for um, oh. face stuff. I didn't know that was for just like all your yeah. skin. No skin. I never yeah, I've never been to one. Yeah, so. yeah. Hmm. Now, dermat- yeah, yeah. The the science of face, the, the, the medicine of face. Well, I mean, I guess Derm- like Derm- Weenie doesn't need to go anywhere for facials. She just she gets that at home. So I I just kind of assume she gets that from you. <laughs> you know? hey, does everyone sound like robots right now? Or is it just me? What? Everyone sounds what? like robots for me. Am I a robot? You are not a robot. No. What the hell is happening? Your internet sucks. Yeah. Fuck fuck you, hey, Portland. fuck your internet, man. Yeah. Reset your fucking modem, dude. All right. Well, hey, let's go around the room, reintroduce ourselves, and we'll, we'll get the fuck out of here pre-two-hour bio. Right. Uh, Bishop, you go first. Uh, hello. My name is Bishop GP, a.k.a. Elliot Bishop. You can find me on Twitch at Bishop GP or on Twitter at Bishop Was Here or on TikTok at Bishop GP. Send me some TikToks, man. Just send me some send me some TikToks. Thank you, you for sending me TikToks. Funny. Did you see that one that I sent you today? Nice mm-hmm. little TikTok. That guy, I like that guy. I, I like that guy. He's doing like an opposite meta of what the meta is. Yeah. Then reuse the meta for his own benefit. Okay. Remeta. Um, yeah. Yep. That's where you can find me. Uh you can also find me in Knacker's chat or Jimmy's chat from time to time. God bless you and have a great uh, rest of your weekend and next week. 
Have a great f- rest of your first year quarter. Yeah, quarter the second quarter. Q2. Q2. Mm. Q2. Mm-hmm. Yo, my name is uh Jimmy, aka Jimbles, aka Middle Age Stream. You can find me on twitch.tv slash middle age stream or middle age stream on Twitter without the D. Ooh. I am continuing my um self-flagellation through Dark Souls 2 uh this week, starting again on Tuesday. It'll be day 10. Uh, I've beaten two of the big bad bosses in the game. There's a couple more. Um, and it's a bunch of bullshit, that game is. But you know what? I'm still having fun, so it's all good. Um, I've learned that if you want to have good internet, just remember to reset your router when things go and, back. And stay away from Cox. And also, don't be a boomer. And I don't know where you're going with you. You literally forgot to mention the same thing that you made fun of your boomer stepfather for not resetting Modem. there you go you said router only you didn't say oh i meant look. to say i meant to say god damn it Jimmy. the boomer triangle is complete god damn it i would have reset the modem mm. okay i'm just telling mm. you if it was me you would have done that in I two reset. seconds god man mm. so unplug everything just fucking rip it all out of the wall you know man. what he told me why he didn't mm. you know why he said mm. he said well if I unplug the modem, then the phone line goes dead. <laughs> yeah, because you need a constant... F- you can't be out without phones for two minutes. You can't be out that landline for ten <laughs> seconds, man. That robocall that's going to come through yeah. might fucking... We might miss it. We might fucking miss it. God oh damn it. God. All right, well, dudes, hey, thank you very much for, for stopping by for the podcast, giving me your time. Um, awesome show. I, I've been trying to do a little bit more focused conversation instead of just react Andy to news and stuff. And it was nice to be able to just converse and, and figure out if I was fucked up or if you were fucked up or if we had step, uh, stepsisters. In they were stuck. Yep. Yeah. Big stocks, dude. So um, you both have a fantastic night. And everybody in chat, hope you all have a wonderful week. Be safe. Get yourself a fat-ass sandwich out there. Wear protection. Ooh. Wear your mask. And last but not least. Stay away from Cox. Communications. What would my last but not least be? Like, if you had, if you had, okay, if you all had to address this community, mm-hmm. our 3,000 live viewers for the Million. last time, mm-hmm. what, what is the last thing that you would leave them with? today don't fucking be carrying a, a heavy tv on a floor that has soap on it with your bare feet don't get too serious man just enjoy life enjoy products enjoy streaming enjoy just being yourself on the internet man it's a fun place play games enjoy them quit fucking around yeah, you're bitching, less man. specific yeah quit fucking bitching on the internet you guys are crybabies that's it man hmm also knackers is bald don't be a, so yours is basically don't be a bitch. Yeah, you, I felt like you both came up with yours really, really quickly, and I'm I'm, I'm a little sad. Yeah, just I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, you said you got to do it right now, so I just you just came up it. with something. Yeah, yeah. I think last, life's ending now. I got to do the it. best thing about last words is when you're very just basic about it, like just light. Just enjoy enjoy yourself, yeah, man. Yeah. Why you gotta be? Why is everything gotta be like a big a big fucking like prey? Fucking, you don't need to tell everyone everything yeah. that you feel. You just gotta you don't have to be Yoda right yeah. now, knackers. Jesus Christ. Be more like David Hasselhoff and yeah. less like Yoda. I'll be back. Be more the hot. I'll be back. Here's that's something. Of, Here's David something. Hasselhoff. The same meat that's in a hamburger is in sausage. You know that there's hairs really? in sausage. Oh my god. Oh! Oh my god, you wanna come here? Come here. Hey, come here. Hey, we wanted to talk to you. Um, this is my son Frankie. 
He was streaming with me last week. This will be the bonus. This will be the bonus portion of the podcast. If you guys want to ask Frankie a question or two, the next two minutes in chat, I will read them to my son. This is this is the bonus. Can you, right. okay? Can you do the? But I'm gonna let plus. Knackers and Bishop oh. talk. Oh about no! Them, and I'll Dude, read. Oh right. God, no, 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 no! Please don't, please, please. Yo, what's up, hey, homie? What's up, bud? Down. Hello. Hello. All right. Hey, we saw you. We, we saw you playing uh, yeah. Roblox, man. Was that a, a fun time? All right. Yeah. You it was are now pretty fun time. You're now part of the podcast. Right. You are now okay. We need to fix that. All right. Okay. There we What's go. What's your? Uh, All right. We got it. What was your favorite moment of the Roblox stream? Um, it was probably the All Star Tower defense. Yeah. I thought it was really. Yeah, fun. you're doing like a thousand damage with. I think it was Goku, right? It was Deku. Oh, Deku. My my apologies. All right, I got a question. What is the next color that you want to dye your hair? Hmm. Mm, probably purple. Yeah! Ooh, yeah. Would you ever consider doing like a complete blonde, like bleaching all of your hair and going completely blonde? No. No? No, I like my dark hair. Okay. Okay. That's okay. fair. Fair enough, man. Um, uh, if there's one thing Jimmy or your dad has taught you about gaming, what is it? Um, to never give up. Interesting. Okay. I'm going to cry, man. I'm going to cry right <laughs> now. <laughs> what is, what's the most embarrassing thing that you can think of that has happened to your dad? Oh, gosh. Um, I don't Oh, right now. I can't get anything. Okay. I saw, I saw him fall underneath the bridge on the, uh, before the tower defense thing and he got lost. He like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Uh, one embarrassing thing was when I carried him in Lego Star Wars. So. <laughs> Get wrecked, Jimbo. <laughs> okay, well, last question for me. What is one game that you will never be able to beat him at? And what is one game that he will never be able to beat you at? Okay. One game I will never be able to beat him at is 100% uh, Battletoads. Okay. No questions asked. And the game that I will be able to beat him out, beat him at, is a hundred percent Roblox Fortnite. I can go on so <laughs> every other oh, game. Open ended list. Lego Star Wars. <laughs> Lego Star Wars. Lego superheroes. Lego DC supervillains. Open the list. Continue. Yeah, please. Keep going. Yeah. Injustice 2, Injustice. Um, what else? Um. <laughs> Every video game known to man. Dark Souls. <laughs> All right, I, I got I got one more question for you, Frankie. Does your dad fart in public? I can't count how many. Wait, say say it into the microphone. <laughs> I can't count how, how many. <gasps> <laughs> 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 right, that'll wrap it up man amazing <laughs> amazing all right well all thank right. you very much for coming on to the end of the podcast frankie thanks frankie you're the man dude what a legend dude punch your dad in legend. the belly punch him in the belly for me just hit him really quick punch him in the belly <laughs> take his legs <laughs> yeah! he's, he's about to do hip toss <laughs> <laughs> oh i was waiting for him to like choke slam him into the bed real quick just like so he just suplexes Jimmy like. <laughs> You've trained him well. I tried to give. I tried to get him to give you up about embarrassing moment, and then he faked. He's like, "Oh, I can't think of anything right now. I'll remember that." <laughs> oh man, I'm telling you, man. He's, Dude, that guy's he's a legend, a good, good. man. What a legend. Good, good. Hey, we we asked him. Uh, 
what is one thing about gaming your dad has taught you and he said never to give up so that's a true it's a good i've told him it like dude if you get it like hey there's always a second chance the great thing about video games is you uh you don't have to worry about lives you can just keep trying <laughs> this is true <laughs> All right, everybody, thank you so much for checking out the Crocs and Hot Pockets podcast this week. It was fantastic to see you all. Uh, there are actually two podcasts scheduled for Saturday and Sunday. On Saturday wow. at two. 9 p.m., uh, wow. we actually have Wizard ZM, CM, who is the community manager for OBS Ooh. and also helps oh. d- uh, develop for OBS. So if you guys have questions about OBS that you want to... Obs. Uh, obs, obs. Excuse me. Obs. Correct. Uh, and then obs. on Sunday at 9, we have a podcast with T-Rex, who is a friend, uh, a fellow streamer on the platform, and that should be a great episode as well. He's got a legendary voice. He does too. have a great mm. voice. He does have a the great voice. The little jelly of it, to be honest. Mm. Uh, I'm to poke him in the uh, butt. Uh, oh. All right. Everybody have a great night. We'll see Bye-bye. you soon. Goodbye.